Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. I want to touch on catchphrases too. We need we need to talk about catchphrases. You need a catchphrase? No. I think you do. I, I just want to I want to talk about like your catchphrase and Denny's catchphrase and how you guys are faltered. Tell me. Well, I'm, I already know I'm faltered. I'm, I'm gonna this use, is a new version of faltered I didn't realize I had. I'm going to use a perfect example of like Bob Barker, who helps the community out by and, telling everyone to spade and, and neuter their up pets. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spade and neuter your pets, and that's that's public service. I mean that that helps. You're dragging this on a long way. <laughs> where, where yours is just catch a giant. Where's catch a giant come from? Where that? Where'd you? Uh, What's the origin of it? I wanted to end my videos with something positive and well wishes to the people who actually watched the whole damn video. And I'm like, what could be positive and what could involve fishing? Catching big fish is pretty positive. That so is I'm pretty like, positive. Man, I hope you guys all catch a really big fish. And I'm like, catch really big fish doesn't roll off the tongue <laughs> as good as catch a giant. Agreed. So Agreed. that's kind of the origin of catch a giant. I don't think it's flawed. <laughs> now I think now I think you're kind of flawed because you have a problem with me being a kind person. I was somebody brought up oh, I was talking to a vet today. I gotta take my dogs in to uh get get their next round of shots. And I was the COVID? Asked, yeah. <laughs> no, the deer have been getting COVID. I and I heard that dogs can too. And mink Anyway, let's not talk about the COVID. Let, let's talk about mink, because evidently mink okay. get it. Okay. So all the mink ranches, like over in the European countries, they didn't, slaughtered all didn't the mink. No, there was millions. Such a thing. So the millions. Worth, so mink's worth like a I'm, quarter. Not yet, but hopefully that brings up our fur prices because the market is not going to be flooded with that they just ranch. Kill them and yeah. pitch them. Yeah, they had to burn them. I believe was the stipulation. So hopefully there's a little trickle down, and, and you you're going to make. A dollar off of them instead of your twenty five cents yeah. you're getting. Yeah, I'd that's take, a four hundred percent increase. Yeah, I take four <laughs> times the money any day. So, 
I don't know. You Thank have, you, COVID. Do you have anything else to say about my catchphrases? No. I, or any other bones to pick with me as a person? <laughs> well, we don't have time for all You're of right. that. All right. We're here with Ryan and Sam. Sam, or Ryan is who just took us on an explanation of what's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> Not even scratching I might just be blowing things out of proportion. <laughs> that beep was Sam's phone because he was too inconsiderate to turn it off for he the podcast. Kind of a big yeah. deal. We're starting yet. <laughs> we, we always You start never now. know when this <laughs> thing's going to start. <laughs> he has he has hidden cameras all over the house. We started 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Ryan was just talking smack. That's creepy. I'm, I'm weird, but I'm not that weird. <laughs> We have well, a, it's your house. I mean, uh, no, not my style. <laughs> I do have a no. We won't talk about the camera situation. <laughs> I have a security. Oh, fine. Yeah. Now, now it sounds weird. I have yeah. a security camera outside, per the recommendation or request of my significant other. So, if you ever try to break in front into my house, just wave. <laughs> well, you I think did that's have a case most places now. Do you have a security camera? No. Do you have a security camera? I do. Yeah. Oh, so two yeah. out of three. In it the was there when I bought the house, but yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah. we talked about that. Yeah. Which I'm glad I do because I'm kind of. You're right on the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've had issues before. You had somebody go in your garage and. That was isolated and yeah. just stupidity thing. I left my garage door open in my kayak with all my fishing poles laying in it, and I left the door open to air it out because it was a hundred degrees out and my bait tank was starting to get a little ripe and <laughs> even without anything dead in it it was still smelling bad so i was letting air flow through and i went inside for like an hour and a half and then went back out to start packing to go out fishing and somebody had removed my fishing poles out of my kayak they didn't take anything else they just took the rods and reels and which is crazy yeah my deductible is 500 and i calculated up it was like 600 dollars like you (laughs) win this time yeah you win this time thieves (laughs) just eat that one no we have a pretty odd weird start to this podcast of things floating down river oh yeah you sent me that message today i was like holy crap probably not a message you were expecting to get today <laughs> it was not i was you like know it, i knew we were doing the podcast i was expecting you know what time are you gonna be here not this is what i found yeah <laughs> i'll spit it out i went fishing on a river and saw this floating in the river and it was a freaking urn <laughs> and at first it wigged me out but the more i thought about it you know when i die i like the idea of being cremated and having my ashes spread out into the river, the one that I grew up fishing. And um, I imagine this is somebody who had a similar request and their screw up grandson <laughs> <laughs> forgot to take the lid off and was like, ah, I don't feel like taking the lid off. I'll just throw the whole thing in the river. I'm, I'm guessing that's probably the scenario because I'm, I'm the same way. I've, you know, almost everybody that I've talked about it with knows that, you know, I'm I'm going to Milwaukee Trestle. Yep. Throw me in. That's where I want to be. So, I don't even care if I'm all the way gone. If I'm halfway gone, just go for it. <laughs> we'll feed the fish. Just pull the one. No. <laughs> just get me You know, in. kick your carcass in. Yeah. Yeah. I will request you get cremated so there's no dead bodies floating down the river. <laughs> well, wave me down. They'll eat me. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You do realize there'll be channel cats gnawing on you for like two months. Nah, it'd probably be more of the, uh, what else? Or not piranhas. <laughs> not piranhas, <laughs> but. What else Never would much. nibble on you? Ain't gonna be gar. 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 That's the thing. I was struggling with a three-letter word there for thirty seconds. But you got the four-letter words down pat. <laughs> I've seen you yeah. use those. Yet to come. No, the most painful. I had. We had somebody send in a thing floating down river. I might have talked about this on a podcast already, but it's good enough where it bears mentioning. Uh, again, was the boat keys? Did we talk about yeah. that? Oh. Think about. I mean, just. Think about how that would ruin your day. You're riding down the river, you bump the boat keys, they fall in the water and float away out of sight. I take it you have a spare in your boat. Not in it. What? A trolling motor will get you back, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No. Depends. What it got us back? Where we were at? We were on the Missouri. I'll say that one because that's a giant. <laughs> I don't like saying body of water names, but we were on the Missouri. And, uh, She's pretty swift. If we were downriver, we were not getting upriver. The craziest thing is, is the water is stupid low right now. And, and it's, it's still, still roaring. Huh. And I've been on it when it was normal. It's not much slower. Oh, it's a, it's a hell of a lot faster when it's up. It's still rolling. Because we were bumping it this summer. And we were only bumping it going 0.8. That tells you how. I mean, we were on the Mississippi at times going two, two and a half. But where you're at, I'm thinking, I don't know if it's slower there because it, you know, where you were at. It might have been, but it didn't look any slower than where we were at. You you see the wing dingers and it's just boiling around them just like it was where we were at. All right. This. I'm giggling about You should this see how sophisticated it, his paperwork is right now. <laughs> it's not very sophisticated. He's, he's doodling. I'm a doodler. <laughs> I'm the most sophisticated thing about my paperwork is that I'm actually writing things down. <laughs> and this I don't think I've ever seen you use a piece of paper. Normally it's all on your phone. It's more efficient. I can just look oh, down. I, know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying that I'm just making an observation. I forget this notebook. Or any notebook in a pen lots of times, I don't forget my phone. Yeah. And if I have thoughts on a whim, I just put them down on the notes in my phone. That way I don't have to have a notebook handy. I already have something that functions as notes. But domestic arguments. <laughs> have you seen... Lead to domestic assault. Well, <laughs> domestic. Not all the time. <laughs> I've never been anywhere in this whole world where I've seen more fights between a husband and wife, or a boyfriend and girlfriend, than a boat ramp. Prove me wrong. Really? I'm not sure I've ever seen one, but you've spent considerably more time at a boat ramp than I have. I've seen five cases this year alone Really? of a man and woman screaming at each other. And then I think back to my childhood and where I saw my parents getting the most arguments was at a boat ramp. <laughs> Like she's trying to back the boat in? It was a variety of different ones. She's backing it in, or he's backing it in, and he backs it in too far, or not far enough, or, I mean, you you name it, it, I've seen it so far. Now, is it because you've been out drinking on the boat all day, and maybe I'm sure some of them are alcohol-influenced, but... Or you're just sick of it. Now's the time to have it out. <laughs> Let's have it out in front of everyone, <laughs> everyone trying to enjoy themselves. Yes. 
Or just trying to get off the water be after. It's like, there's only <laughs> one spot here. Let's take up as much time as possible. Pretty much. Is there anywhere else you've seen more d- domestic disputes than a boat ramp? Either there or a bar. Oh, yeah. I forget about I mean, bars. it's a trait. It's all alcohol related. It's been so long yeah. since I've been to a bar. It's been a while for me, too. I was there last weekend. My nephew uh, had a fight, so. Oh, yeah. We went to the bar afterwards. And he KO'd him bigger than life, he too. He did. He looked, he looked pretty slick. He was a step ahead the whole fight, so it was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And the dude he was fighting was pretty tough. He was he was big. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, you have those guys. Nationally ranked in the, what's the boxing that's state to state. I don't know anything um, about boxing. Yeah. I, I watched the it's Tyson tough, Fury. Yeah. Golden Gloves. Golden Gloves. Golden there you gloves go. He won, he won the Indiana Golden Gloves and was in, like, the national tournament for it. So he was a pretty good boxer. Yeah. Johnny he, was a step ahead. And he so. put him to sleep. And could have a lot earlier. He just kind of was feeling him out and then. Too much respect. Yeah. Found his, found his groove and stuck him. Well. That's smart, though. I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Respecting him. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't see the fight, but oh, well, yeah. Then you get laid out. Yeah. Well, you, we don't have the cardio he does either. Yeah. <laughs> if this isn't over in for, two yeah. minutes, I don't have time for respect. We're getting on. If this isn't over in two minutes, it's over <laughs> at two minutes. <laughs> you just go. Don't beat me up. You, you win. I walked up a hill today. And it wasn't even that big of a hill, and I was pretty embarrassed with myself on how much I was huffing and puffing when I got to the top. I could beat you right now, you think? I've been, uh, I've been out. I mean, I think I'm mentally tougher than you. Oh, so you might be in better cardiovascular shape. Yeah, yesterday was the first day where I walked without weight on my back. I just had my pack, and I didn't have. Uh, I've been walking with like forty pounds. You walk around the house with your pack? No, <laughs> I've been going out and doing hills and stuff. And getting ready I, for elk hunting, mm, and nice. it uh, I didn't have weight in because I actually took my crossbow because the deer is starting to rut. So I'm like, eh, one might be dumb enough, you know, where I was walking is public ground, but didn't see anything. So, and but, anyways, I went up, I normally walk the same route because nobody's in there really deer hunting mm-hmm. because people walk and stuff considered. yeah yeah nobody nobody's bow hunting in there so i saw a guy walking into his bow stand yesterday and i honked at him no <laughs> no I'm, i did i didn't honk at him <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about it but i, I just got out and took a leak <laughs> <laughs> but since i didn't i actually took that i'm like well if i do shoot something i'm either i'm like that'd be good training anyways to cut it up and pack it out and i was like so i didn't take any weight and i went up the worst hill the whole thing and i'm like i didn't even start breathing hard i'm like this you is might nice. be ready yeah. i'm doing all right heck yeah i'm like thinking to myself i'm like when's the last time that happened i walked up a hill and i wasn't freaking gas i'm like this is kind of weird i feel weird <laughs> how many miles you think you're gonna walk a day out there i don't know i have no idea really what's going on i'm just kind of going okay so you're just trying to be ready for whatever yeah are your buddies go getters or yeah well one of them is uh, the other one he's probably pretty out of shape he's just gonna <laughs> he's suffer. a welder so <laughs> he's yeah. just gonna suffer the whole time yeah and he's the one who's been out there so he's a welder up in alaska but he lives in iowa here so ryan are nice. you dreading ice fishing or are you excited about it 
I haven't even thought about it yet. I got trapping for at least two, three months, and then I'll get into ice fishing, which yeah. is dumb because I'm going to miss early ice when the ice fishing's the best. But that's what I always do, and then I struggle late ice and get drunk. So it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't struggle at getting drunk. No. Yeah. No. You're right. seasoned at that. <laughs> so, no, it's a – yeah, ice fishing's – I, I need to spend more time at it. There's been so many winters that I didn't have the opportunities to ice fish that I need to start seizing some more of those moments than than I have in the past. So I'm going to try not to ice fish once this year. Good call. Good call. <laughs> I probably, I'm sure I will all yeah. end up ice fishing, but I'm going to be a gypsy angler, man. I'm going to be down in Florida. That's it's awesome. Booked uh, two trips today. Nice. And if you want to book a trip down in Florida, shoot me an email, spencerrivercertified.com, stripers, blue cats, hybrid stripers. Those will be the three main ones. Hybrids and blues will probably be the two main ones. And then the cool thing is the only, that's the Apalachicola River. I'll be in Apalachicola, Florida. That river is the only river in the Gulf that has Gulf run striped bass, true oceanic Gulf run wow. striped bass. Like, do you think the, like, there's not a be... pile of them. But Have you hooked one? Like, do they fight like you'd think they would? Like an oceanic striped bass? Yes. They don't fight pound for pound like a hybrid does. Really? But they fight better than any flathead or blue you're ever going to hook. I was going to say, anything from salt, yes. you just add yeah. 40 50%. Oh, they're an Amazon, yeah. right? You said everything there fought like the devil. Yeah, everything. I mean, the drum. The Amazonian drum fought harder than anything around here. And it, it crushed a six-inch deep diving. Was it like hooking a wiper that big? It fought hard, harder than a wiper. Really? It fought hard, harder than the peacocks. The peacock. Oh, yeah. Well, the tackle you were using Did, is substantially larger than what you use back here for stripers or, or wipers. Or it was walleye or anything. It was a heavy action. It was the one you gave me. Oh, yeah. The Falcon. Yep. Heavy action Falcon 3000 size bait caster with 50-pound Power Pro and every bit of 18 pounds of drag and he didn't care he still pulled line so, and most most of the wipers around here you just ski them right in on top it for would the take most part. it would take probably a 10 a pounder 15, 15 yeah. yeah to fight like that and this thing was like five pounds <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome no i would the that that drum was probably the hardest fight in pound for pound fish i hooked down there the really? more i think about it those arapaima Kind of disappointed me a little bit. If yeah. I would have had a net big enough to fit that thing in, that 200-pounder in, he would have been in the boat in two minutes. Really? Yeah, I got him to the boat in two minutes, and then it was just like, hang on until we get to the bank. Yeah, your guide got a little upset. You put too much heat on him and got him to the boat He did. Away. He's like, too fast, too fast. Rod tip down. I'm like, it's pretty much in the water. He's like, no, hold, the, hold it down because... And I was like, why? He's like, oh, he'll jump in the boat. <laughs> oh, never oh, even thought of yeah. that. 200 pounds of thrashing crap. In a canoe, but like an oversized canoe. Basically. With all of Ty's shit spread all over the floor. <laughs> Ty, I hope you're listening because... <laughs> you're shopping. Is he an unorganized skills. angler? He is a very unorganized <laughs> angler. Yeah, I don't I like kind of feel bad saying this on, in this platform because I never called him out for it in person. Wow, well, you don't want to get... He's aware. He just doesn't care. I don't think he'd care. I really don't. Never met him, so I can't say. You but know, he seems like pretty laid back dude. He is super chill, super fun to fish yeah. with. 
He just, his organization ability could use some improvement. <laughs> it doesn't affect his ability to catch fish, so who gives a shit? That's you know? right. Well, he's Midwest boy originally, right? Yeah, he's from Nebraska. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. He said he might be up here next week. So oh, yeah? We'll see how much he can trash my boat if he swings on by. <laughs> Why would he be coming here now? He's going to visit family. Huh. I yeah. figured that'd be like Thanksgiving time for you. I don't know. I mean, I some people celebrate Thanksgiving <laughs> early. I'm just trying to think why the, hell, why the hell you'd come to Iowa unless you're deer hunting right now. You just know? to hang out with me? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I, what do you think I'm doing I next mean, week? I'm getting away from you. You're I'm leaving. here today. Yeah. You are hanging out with Iowa's premier attraction. <laughs> yeah, well, in, in central Iowa, Bush I mean. <laughs> Bullhead. Bullhead. <laughs> you are... One of like five guides in Central Iowa for fishing. So it's me, Dave, Dave Weiner, Jason Katz. You can check him out, Jason Katz. Yeah, and then good guy. Who else? There you go. Two up in Clear I, Lake. Well, yeah, there's probably we, a musky guy or something. No, there's around. a ice fishing guy, mm-hmm. and then I think he, he owns bait and musky, and he owns a bait shop there. What's his name? Kevin. Kevin Paul. Paul. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I actually went to his bait shop a couple weeks ago when mm. Elle and I went up north. Yeah. And I'd never been there. So I, it's a pretty nice place. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, they had a bunch of sweet rain gear and stuff, and I was trying it all on. And <laughs> and guess what? Now I bought a new set of rain gear after that. Yeah. Oh, was that after? I mm. thought you already had it ordered. No, I ordered it after I, I witnessed it. I there. had to listen yeah. to him. What was that? It showed up ago. that day. Was it? Yeah, I got home and it was there. Really? Because he cried the whole time. I, you <laughs> cried the whole time. Just because it bothers you every time we'd get. Oh, it's cold. We'd get, shut up. We'd Sam. go on a boat run. I'd look at Spencer and go, "Brr!" <laughs> every time he'd be like, "Shut up!" Freaking cry, baby. Honestly, I don't think anyone will see that footage because we caught like four fish and. Three and a half days. We didn't even catch four. You're already blowing it out of proportion. <laughs> well, it's a fish story. Come on. <laughs> what did we catch? Three. No, we caught two rat. No, we got four. No, we got two rats and a blue cat. You forgot the prime catch. Oh, shit. We did catch four. We caught a gar. <laughs> no, not, not we. You. <laughs> it was the single he, notice fattest Notice how he takes gar. it out of his mind. It was the fattest gar in the world. Yeah. Really? He had his little skinny gar head, and then it was like he ate a baseball. And then but the was, whole length. Yeah. Well, no, he, his belly was disproportionately it, bigger. He was still just thick throughout, But they're though. usually that thick cylinder the whole way, but he had a gut. I'd never seen a gar with a gut before. He was big. Did you clean him? No. We had Did, no proper tools No for tin it. snips or sawzalls. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> Chaz had them, Brian, but... I wouldn't feel terrible gumming up a Sawzall with a bunch of gar guts. He sells That's Milwaukee, gets all that yeah. stuff for oh, discount, yeah. remember? Should've, I should have took it home with me. Yeah. <laughs> this is the gar Sawzall now. I pointed at the, the beer and the I was lattes. implying Ryan to grab me one. And instead of grabbing me a beer, he looked over his shoulder like there was something on the wall. I, I didn't know. <laughs> Communication is key, Spencer. I was trying to be like all nonchalant about it. <laughs> I am a little, I don't know, how can I say this out sounding like a Retarded? Cry baby? Well, <laughs> there's that too. Uh, kind of tired of being the gypsy angler a little bit. Really? A little bit. You're just kind of really starting that though. Well, my dream is to live next to 
a really, really, really good body of water. That you don't want to leave. That I don't want to leave. So that way I don't feel compelled to leave. Yeah. Special occasions only. Yeah. And live on the water and have a slip so you don't have to launch your boat every day. I found the house. There you go. It's only half a million dollars. Well, that's nothing. Yeah. For for electricians, maybe. I mean, what's the next door house? You want to buy two of them? (laughs) (laughs) How about you buy it and rent it to me? So where are you thinking? You going south? I don't know. What are you talking about where I'm going to Florida? Yeah. But that's just I mean, winter. You're non gypsying. Oh, what, what's I your ideal I location? I have a lot of different ideas. I haven't made up my mind on anything. But uh What's your must haves? It's gotta have flatheads. It preferably would have blues, but doesn't have to. It's got to have something you can catch in throwing lures, like walleyes, wipers. Stripers. Stripers. I think you need to go somewhere with stripers, because that's why I want to go catch them. So I'll let you do all the legwork of okay. learning how to get them. And then, <laughs> and then you just show yeah, up the ship in the boat. Yeah, yeah it's He's the gypsy time. fisherman. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll just fly in. You pick me up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fishing. I mean, there's so many things that are running through my head and so many options out there. And that's a cool Andy, part. Andy, I think I'll happy too. You, I do, I do. Yeah. And, and luckily, there's a lot of bodies of water that are good compromise yeah. for yeah. both of us. Yeah. Pretty much anywhere on the Mississippi checks all the boxes for me. And then there's a handful of towns that work on her end. So yeah. or close. Yeah. Within an hour. Yeah. You know. But I don't want to be an hour away. I'm already an hour away. <laughs> to, well, well, you're, you're an hour away to subpar fishing. Most of the time, yeah. It's, but you know what I'm saying for us, you're not get, an hour it, away from a hundred pounder. It's a, it's three, no, it's three hours cooler if I was <laughs> for us to get anywhere. I mean, where there's to the big rivers, it's three hours, three to six, depending on what you want to do. <laughs> the good, spot. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Even just to get get to the rivers, like you know, any any part of it, yeah. <laughs> Conveniently, how to get to decent. To fl- Tend to flow like either from like northwest to southeast or northeast to southwest. There, every stretch is like three hours away. Yeah, yeah. to get to we are in the pendulum. Yeah, we just flow to get back to like there. the first place where you can consistently catch some blue cats, which we couldn't do. For four, I mean, it's pretty near four hours. You know, three four hours. That's the first time I've heard the word pertinent in a long time. <laughs> well, that's what Sam brings to the table. You're just a young pup, you know. <laughs> I'm the you gotta, you gotta res- in the room. Yeah, you got to respect your elders. I got to respect Ryan. <laughs> that's why I'm in the captain's chair. The I don't guy. have to do shit. Oh, he did, yeah, you did give him the nice. I got the worst chair. Well, yep. <laughs> welcome to the club. <laughs> I got the worst mic, the worst chair. You don't have the worst mic. It's a droopy. It doesn't look true. It's hanging down just like all of them. I had to like lift it over my head and then it just hangs down in front of me. I'm about to turn the mic off <laughs> so I don't have to listen to you. Just got to overcome gravity. That's it. All right. So you you duck hunting pretty hard this year? No. No. I didn't think I went so. duck hunting one time and goose hunting like twice. Why? Yeah. It's just there's not much going on. I I've, I've heard what's, no what's birds. The, but why aren't there any birds? Dry. There's no water to bring them here. 
So they and all, there's been no I, weather. They all suck yeah. to the Mississippi and Missouri, though. Well, they're not even traveling yet. Yeah, I had a guy. Nice I'm, I'm building a house for a guy, and his father is a retired doctor who is a crazy wild wild water waterfowl. Fowl. There you go. Words. Well, wildlife I was going oh, with. But, yeah. yeah, waterfowl is one of his true passions. And he drove up to South Dakota with his buddies and said "There's, they're all there still. They're they're not and a lot even of thinking of coming down. Still north, still that probably. Yeah. yeah, he said it'll. If we're lucky, it'll be January before they even come down. Yep. When you, yep. so you, there's no ducks. You decided to go elk hunting. Yep. Are you gonna have a bull tag? Yeah. Are you gonna be looking? I for think it's one? bull only. Actually, honestly, is there a size? And there's, of yeah, there's point restrictions, and because where I'm going, it's uh. It's an over-the-counter tag, so it's 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 low success. You know, we're hunting public. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get myself pretty low odds of actually shooting. But are you going to hold out, or are you just going to no. kill the first thing you no, see? No, Brown is down. <laughs> like I said, there's point restrict. If, if it's legal, is yeah, it? shit. I've never shot one before. So. so what what are point restrictions? So it has to have some. I think I think it's. It has to have four. Is it side. is it the moose that has the width? Yeah, like it's got to yeah. be so wide. It's got to be like fifty, whatever. I, 50 I can't. Inches. Yeah, I think a lot of places it's like fifty inches, which is crazy because that's four feet. <laughs> yeah, it's a big. And one of my one of my buddies just got back from Wyoming. He he's put in a lottery. I think it was Wyoming somewhere. They're right. almost all yeah. more draws. But it, for ten years, he's put in this lottery, and he got notified that. This is his year. He he got it. He yeah. got his tag. So he's been pumped for months. You know, trying to get ready for this. He for goes. Elk? Yeah. yeah. He goes the first day, and there's this huge like seven by eight. Oh my god! Like a giant. And True he could giant. not get a shot at it because it was in the trees. And yeah. By the time he's like, was he bow or no? He was r- he rifle. was rifle. Long bow then. Yeah. <laughs> but he could never get a safe shot, and he's like, "This is the first day of my two week trip." So I'm not gonna, you know. Hopefully, I see him again. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he had. He like, never did. That had to be. So like did a he end up killing anything? Though? He did. He got a nice five by five. But after seeing that monster the first day, he was kind of let down. But it was it was a nice out. He got like a nice five by five. Me in the Amazon. Yeah, I had a wonderful experience. Like so many cool things happen. The catfishing was garbage. Yeah, you didn't. But get you got kind of hoodwinked though. Well, I did, but. I just had the wrong mindset. Like I had expectations. Oh, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, Mister, no expectations. <laughs> Mr. I had, and guess what? I got let down because yeah. I had expectations. Yeah. You just go on a trip hoping you catch something. Yeah. Better See, like I was just talking about up. going elk hunting. Zero. I had monetary induced expectations. Yes, I'm like, yeah. I've been wanted to go on this trip since I was 12, and you can imagine that scenario money. a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it just. You Ever spent been, a lot of money on gear, on top oh of oh my god, on top of the I, price of getting there. I spent thirty percent of the trip was tackle, yeah, between rods, yeah. and I was lucky. Like you hooked me up with a rod. I had a couple prototype rods to take. I had to buy. I think I bought. I don't think I bought a rod. I reels. I, one of your videos. One of your uh, rods are the cheapest part. I think the. Red tail, you're caught on your pro- prototype. Rods. Yeah, those prototypes I was testing, but the reels, I so I bought a couple two, Citrix. No, I already had those. Oh, you did? Yeah, bought two pens, 
I bought four hundred dollars in braided fishing line though. What was that big? That uh, doesn't take a whole lot. It either. doesn't. It, it was really fast. What was that big reel with no training wheels you were running? Uh, your big main cat rod. The fathoms. Running. Was it? A I fathom? bought. I bought two of those, yeah. and they were. Uh, they're a good, like beefcake reel, like economy. Yeah, they're not cheap, but they're not as expensive as a lot of those. I mean, you could spend five, six hundred dollars on uh, a reel for catfishing down there, real easy. That's suitable. You want a reel with a one-piece frame, one-piece aluminum frame. I was just not say. a graphite, <laughs> because under heavy drag pressure, Pink. graphite flexes, <laughs> and then all of a sudden everything meshes inside, and gears start flying, falling, <laughs> falling apart, and stuff. But that aluminum re- retains that rigidity, yep. and Fathoms have a one-piece aluminum frame. They put out 30 or 35 pounds of drag. Which so. is crazy for around here. but You know what's crazier? 25-pound <laughs> catfish pulled drag, pulled 35 pounds of drag. And you That's know how much crazy. heat Spencer had on it. It I wasn't have... maxed, but it was probably close. It was maxed. It was completely maxed. After Did you put the pliers to it? I grabbed it with my whole hand and gave everything I could to turn it. And on, that's, star, on the star. On the star. And that's that's how tight it was. Because Wes had that, that jow he caught pulled 40 pounds of drag. Jeez. Like 20, 20 30 feet. What well, real? He had a big spinner yeah, rod, that, didn't he? Yeah, that spin fisher, that pen spin yeah, fisher put out that's a big, 38 pounds. Really? They put oh, that money? Yeah. And he had it cranked. And he couldn't pull it off by hand. But it pulled off like... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he said 20, 30 yards. I don't know. but Yeah. That kid's hard to hold on to. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing with fighting a big fish with heavy drag is you let your body do the work, not your limbs. So, yeah. like, you have your arm straight out, and you're just hanging on to it, but you're not trying to pull the rod up with your bicep. You're leaning back. Yeah. You lean back, arm straight. And you just put all your weight into it. Instead of trying to pull the fish, you lean on the fish. And that puts, you know, that takes, helps you from getting wore out. Yeah. But, and, and makes a better video when the line breaks. <laughs> yeah, in that. <laughs> but it's also hard to do that. Like, you're talking like basically like doing a kind of a squat type move. Like, But if you put your foot against the gunnel yeah. of the boat, then that's not that bad. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And to because those are those are small saying, boats you're running, you know. Oh, I mean they're big, narrow. They're big kayak. Yeah. what they really were. <laughs> but uh, I was I hooked a shark and had about seventy five pounds of drag on him, and I was leaning into him hard, and then he must have drug me across a wreck or something because a hundred and fifty pound line snapped, ting, rod flies back, smokes me in the face, I fly backwards <laughs> on the sand. <laughs> Uh, I was going to lay here and think about what I've done. Well, I, I'm just <laughs> glad. Well, that's funny because usually you get pissed first, laugh later. I laughed first and then got pissed later because it was just laughing at the situation. And I realized <laughs> I probably lost the biggest shark I've ever hooked in my life yeah. right there. Yeah, It ate a five-foot black tip. That's the bait. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. Cut his fins off, cut his head off, and ran a circle look through him and he got hit before he freaking touched the bottom man Jesus. got back to the beach i must have hand fed him <laughs> well it's either you like, or oh, the i, just, kayak, or yeah, I yeah. just kayaked by a freaking 14 footer you it know it might have been you know it could have been, been. I, it was definitely over 10 feet i've i've caught sharks to nine and the difference between a nine and ten foot shark is substantial it's probably a 10 footer is probably twice the fish a nine footer is as far huh. as weight 
So you think about how much thicker they start to get and stuff like that. Probably where they So were how really big mature. was the kayak you were in when Tw- you're twelve foot? Twelve. <laughs> it would have been shorter than the shark <laughs> that bit that the bait. You're like, ah, it's only one kayak long. It's just a little guy. <laughs> there's there's some crazy stuff that happens down there. And well, you're gonna I, do some of that, aren't you? Hopefully. Well, I might be might. if I can get the insurance lined up for liability on that stuff. But yeah. The crazy thing about if shark- not just every second you're not guiding, that's what you're going to be doing, dude. I've kind of burnt. <laughs> I'm kind of over the shark fishing really? thing a little bit, and it's not that catching the shark itself isn't fun because it is, but it's a life. It's like, a lot. If you want to yeah. do it, your life. If you want to do it right, it, that's your life. You know, because you're oh, that's fishing what you do. For- Fly. You just switched. Yeah, but it's a different lifestyle. I prefer the catfishing lifestyle over the shark fishing it's lifestyle. It's probably a lot more laid back, isn't it? It's more yeah. laid back. You can soak things up. Shark fishing, just go, 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 I mean, go, you got to go, catch go. five-foot bait. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the problem is, like, so much of your time is invested towards getting those big baits, like fish that people would be like you, jacked to catch. Yeah, like you catch a one-foot fish, and you got to turn that into a three-foot fish, or and you, then you got to turn that exactly, into a five-foot You're working up fish. the yeah. freaking food yeah. chain, you know, and... and that's just your whole all the time is catching bait, catching stingrays, catching jack crevels. People, I mean, that's sounds like catfishing. <laughs> sounds like flyhead fishing. Catching but, bait, but it's the I ne- get I get where you're yeah. going. It would though. be like the next step though. Labor intensive. You're flathead yeah. fishing to use the flathead for, for bait, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's shark fishing. And there's there's little cheater ways like if you know a captain, offshore captain, you can get like tuna heads and stuff like that and use mm-hmm. that for bait or. You can go gig in for stingrays, or if you have a, a, a bow fishing setup, you can bow fish for stingrays. Some dudes do that, <laughs> but I don't have a bow fishing rig, and I don't like shooting a bow and arrow all that much, so I doubt I'm going to go that route. I just like fishing, so I'll probably just fish for bait. And- so if any offshore captains are listening. Yeah, <laughs> down in the Florida panhandle area. And you have an excessive amount of tuna heads. <laughs> or any other trash fish you catch. Just throw it in the box. For right, me. right. Yeah. I don't, I'll have to look into it. Like, does it matter? It. Like, is there a premium bait? You know, like, we always try to get, like, flyhead, and, you know, you want the you want bullheads. And There's you want, absolutely premium. Yeah. yeah. Stingrays are tough to beat. Uh, in the surf, in the winter, is a little different because a lot of the sharks that, and things that are there in the winter aren't there in the summer and vice versa. So, uh, I mean, the surf's kind of dead for, that's the other side, winter shark fishing, plenty of sharks in the surf, yes. some cool sharks in the surf. There's freaking great whites cruising the surf in the really? winter. You better have a big deep breeze full of some stuff. Exactly. Bait's tough to get in the, yeah. in the winter time. You know, you got whiting, you can get whiting, um, but they're not that big. That's like your black tip bait or your sandbar. There's lots of sandbar sharks in the surf. That's kind of your main target. But they fight really good pound for pound for shark standards. Um, but other stuff, there's... Is there no- any inland bait opportunities like in the salt? I mean, I don't know if they'd be good baits. I yeah. could try. No. Like a carp you're talking. Yeah, or, I've know, heard of, something. I've heard of people using those, but I've never heard of people using those with much success. Yeah. I think so. Sure. I mean, most time it's not too hard to catch carp or, you know, decent size. I would assume. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I've know. I never fished Florida. I don't know that. Bo- well, how about gator? <laughs> I think there's plenty of them down there. Well, the the buddy of mine who where I'm, where I'm crashing at his place, 
he uh, they they have a pond, and when he got there, there was a gator chilling out in his pond. <laughs> he said it was removed. I don't know how it was removed. <laughs> Sir, you're gonna have to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to go into my deep freeze, and we're gonna make gator nuggets out yeah, of you. Absolutely. I don't know. Can you you can hunt gators? Do you know what the process is in Florida? I don't. I know there's a. Yeah. I think you have to get a tag. I'm sh- yeah. I'm sure. It's- yeah, and then they. I think they have that like you know like swamp men type deal like the commercial type stuff too i'm i would guess yeah. they have that there mm-hmm. too i i think most then, states it's like deer in iowa you gotta have a a hunting license and then a tag per animal I, yeah I'd, I'd guess it's similar i need to look into that i think getting a gator would be that'd be cool. Pretty cool they're good to eat i mean well that's it you know, uh, that's and a, a lot, lot of times they just diddy pull them you know you pretty yeah. much set a diddy pull yeah then you go check them and you got yourself gators you're trying got that drop yeah they, it's basically a diddy pole, but they put like the line in like a clothespin type deal, and then it takes it and drops off. That's just to keep it up, so it's like so the because you keep it so up so that eighty pound yeah, yeah that it's it. over yeah. the top of the water a little bit, yeah. so they come up and get it. I just what leave I it noticed. In the water, I don't know. I never went and done it, but that's yeah. just what I picked up. I'd leave it in the water so I'd get that eighty pound blue cat. <laughs> On a chunk of chicken leg, that'd be awesome. Well, you right. see those videos where they're running, you know, floats or you know whatever jugs, mm-hmm. and then they grab it and pull it up, and it's a gator that pops up out of it. Yeah, you see the one where the dude was in his kayak? Yes, that's that, one. The was... head on that gator was as <laughs> wide as I am, man. <laughs> You're like, what do I do? <laughs> I, I would have shit and run. Isn't that the deal? Like, leave a brown vapor trail behind you. Cruise. They say gators don't mess with you. We saw a pile of caimans down in the Amazon. That's what you said. They say apparently those do mess with you. Didn't we, you feed one? Or I did. Somebody fed the, one? The guide fed one. I it was think just that's a little, bad practice. I'm not sure. The guy yeah, <laughs> keep coming to my boat. The guide was Get him used so to being around boats. stoked to feed him that it was the last spot we fished that day. Fed him a piranha. He grabbed the piranha and went back in the bushes and gnawed on it. And before we left, he took all the bait and stuck it on a stick in the water so they came and can come out and eat it whenever he felt like eating it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a to-go order for yeah, the game. exactly. <laughs> my, my favorite thing was, and I probably have said this story on here, but I love this story, so I'm going to say it again. When Wes walked up to me after he went Arapaima fishing, because he caught one. It, the Arapaima smoked its dome on the boat and basically knocked itself out. But with those things, you got to revive them in the water. Is it, you are legally required to revive them in the water. They'd been feeding a 12-footer, and it had been cruising <laughs> behind the boat all day. So he hooks this Arapaima, has to jump in the water and revive it. When this, You, you said you could see him just 30 feet away. Hanging out, they can move thirty feet in a second. In a hurry. (laughs) Well, and then uh, he was in the water for fifteen minutes trying to get this fish revived. Oh Jesus! After they, he did get it let go. It did swim off. He got back in the boat, but later in the day they go fish a bank spot, and there was like bubbles by the water's edge, and the guide grabbed him and pulled him away from the water's edge, and then he threw like a, a piranha. And then the caiman that was making the bubbles came up and ate the freaking prime. Oh, my God. And Wes was right there on the bank right by it. <sighs> and it wasn't no baby either. He showed me the video. They videotaped it because they threw another one and it came back and it was like a 12-footer. Holy crap. 
I saw the biggest one I saw was somewhere between 12 and 15 feet, but I saw them from a long ways away. The closest one I got to is a little six footer and he was six foot sounds big, but they're just skinny, you know, yeah. and they're that little, the difference but between they're the, equipped. They're not like a fighting a six foot man. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're equipped. If I could, <laughs> I would, I would feel, I'm not going to jump on a six footer. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I would feel a thousand times better jumping on top of a six footer than a 12 footer. A thousand yeah, times better. I could see that. I'm not jumping on either of them, but if you're like, <laughs> you have to pick one, I'm picking the six footer every time. And that's why I fought almost every weekend in college. So you Because could... I'd go to the bar and everybody's like, yeah, I'm going to take the little one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. See, that's bullshit. Everybody wanted to fight me. Really? Yeah, it was like, oh, the big dude. Let's try to fight the big dude. My roommates were like linemen and my heavyweight. What was a national qualifier in wrestling? Heavy seas. Yes, <laughs> that's the greatest heavyweight name <laughs> ever. So, uh, yeah, we go out to bar, and you know, everybody get drunk, and everybody got mouthy, and they want to fight the little guy, which I was more than okay with. <laughs> the big guys love watching me kick the fuck out of those other guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. That would be a like, good time. Yeah, you want to mouth with him? Go right ahead. <laughs> Is it bad? All right, we bring I, him for our protection. <laughs> Did I tell you about my fundraiser idea? Uh-uh. And we do a like a YouTube live video when we're fishing on a sandbar or whatever, and we do best of three takedowns. Oh, takedowns? And, and then, but we'd have to raise so much money before we did it through the live stream, and then we just donate it all to something. Yeah. I'll watch Ooh, you guys. How much money would you, you donate? You got winner, don't you? Uh, no. Oh, Sam's got winner. <laughs> You guys are actually, you guys are both college wrestlers. Have, I hope you can take me down. But you're like the boss. You know, it's like a video game. You have yeah. to take down the little guy to get to the boss. I didn't wrestle, but I, I can, I I can be, wrestle. So I, not well. I literally could be draped around your leg and you just walk away. <laughs> oh, you know, I'd flop and spin on you. But that's the thing. That's why you're lethal. You don't just drape on people's legs. Like, you move with a purpose. You ever get sucked into, like, I don't watch very many fishing YouTube videos, but every once in a while I'll get sucked into, like, wrestling and fighting ones. And I got sucked into the Brazilian jiu-jitsu versus wrestler video. Really? And uh, the wrestler, they did one round wrestling, one round jiu-jitsu. The wrestler mopped up the dude in jujitsu, and then the jujitsu guy could have just torn the dude's ACL in half if he wanted yeah. to, but he ended up letting him go. And then the wrestler just was on him for the rest of the time. Yeah, it was kind of melodramatic, like most YouTube videos are, especially, yeah. especially mine. Clickbait. It's, I yeah. mean, there's there's so much skill into that stuff, and jujitsu and joint locks, and you know it's. It's small movements that make big differences. Yeah, just you know, body just, positioning yeah. stuff. Like, and it's even like arm bars and ankle locks. It's all your hips using still, using your momentum of your hips. It's same in wrestling. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. That's what I was going with. It's like your but core stuff from wrestling transitions very well in yeah. jujitsu. You're just isolating one joint versus the whole body, and you can destroy somebody's joints absolutely that you're not ruining their day you're ruining their months or their life <laughs> yes i mean oh you want to walk again yeah. No. no yeah it's it's definitely an art that's crazy 
I don't know. I, I thought about getting into it. I thought long and hard. The pro- it's, it's fun, and it's a, it's a great workout. But it's an hour away for me if I, I wanted to do it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yep. I think I'm just going to go help volunteer for the local high school wrestling yeah. team and just roll around with the the, the wrestlers there and, and kind of get my fix that way. Well, I think, I think jiu-jitsu is something that you can do with less cardio than an actual wrestling match. Because there's a lot of laying around. There's a lot of downtime. When you're wrestling on your feet, or I suppose it'd be the same in MMA when you're stand-up. Yes. You go, like, it's so much harder. Taxing. Yeah, so much more cardiovascular taxation when you're up on your feet than when you're on the ground. Yes, that's absolutely right. It's the guys that aren't comfortable on the ground that that make it taxing when they're on the ground because they panic. But if you're good, you just go with the flow. Yeah. Their movement's going to open up a move for you, so you're just laying there waiting. You're you're like that Cayman blowing bubbles. You're just you're just waiting for Wes to I'm take one as, more step. I mean, <laughs> I'm not as deadly as the Cayman that was blowing bubbles. It all takes practice. Cayman are born with it. We have to earn it. I have not earned it. <laughs> I I just I'm better just sitting on the bank and not you know yeah. hurting anybody or anything. <laughs> Except maybe some catfish. I did hurt some catfish today, though. I heard they were on fire. I wouldn't say they're on fire. Um, now they're kind of on well, fire. For, for being 42 I, degrees? 40, what was it? 42 degree water. If I would have made a point to keep hooks baited and I moved, I could have put 25 on the bank today. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, I just caught my two and then let them peck the bait off and <laughs> let the rod sit while I cooked up the two that I caught. Yeah. That was well, it. But I caught two in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You bounce around, move around. Wow. Kind of the same area we hit in the spring, I'm guessing. They're For, moving. I mean, I'm sure they're there too. Yeah. But I, they're I, moving that same Yep. Just system. the opposite direction. They were going upriver in the spring. They're going downriver right now. Yeah. Since then, I made it so far up this year. <laughs> Dude, if there's any fish that's going to make it very far, that's it's a true. catfish. Yeah, it's true. I just, I think there's just, when the water's low, there's fish that still move. Um, but there's just not as many fish that move. Yeah. Yep. That's my theory on it. Good theory. Which we kind of proved throughout this whole summer. You know, most of the fish that we caught were down closer to the wintering holes. Than, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How far, so if the water shoots up, how far do you think they move? I have my theories on how far catfish will move. Like well, I guarantee our fish that we normally catch around my hometown move 70 miles a river. I bet some of them do. I bet they don't all, but I bet some of them do. Do you think there's a spot between here and where we the fished last time yeah. that they winter? Other than that boat ramp that... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I bet there's a, a lot of fish that winter at the boat ramp, and by a lot of, I mean... Probably 30 to 50 fish. Yeah. That winter there. And then the other thousand or whatever there are, they all head way downriver, like 70 miles. Yeah. There's a spot that I catch. Do you, do you think that the big, big ones kind of winter wherever they want? They take the prime and then kick everybody else out to go to their longer all, distances? I think they're just creatures of habit. Yeah. I, th- I think a certain fish has done a certain thing its whole life and it just keeps doing it as long as it's alive i think they go back to same spawning area yeah well the the science that's kind of been proven yeah I the think. science supports yeah. that yeah. they go back they flatheads and then 
cat other cats do similar things, but flatheads are the the oddest. The thing we know the most about, right? Three right, of us, right? And most they're like lazy, and then they're not. So they they spend the winter in the same spot. Then they might move a hundred miles to where they spawn. And that's what I was getting at. Is yeah. yeah, they'll move a hunt. There's a spot where I catch them that's a hundred miles from anywhere they could winter at or would want to. I'm sure sometimes they get stuck, but uh, they move a hundred miles where they spawn. And then they might and they'll stay there for a month, month maybe. You know, yeah. and then after the month, they move another fifty miles to where they spend the rest of the summer. They stay there for two, two and a half months, and then they go to where they're going to winter, which might be another fifty to hundred miles away. I would love to have the technology that, like, the state could possibly. I they don't, but I was got a pretty decent. But to like they have one of the most electronic, electronic, like a electronic collar that you could literally track them and see where they're at. Yeah, I mean they got them chips, so you can drop that deal down in the water now, don't they? Well, they, that's what I was getting at is Iowa actually ran a study on flatheads, one of the more elaborate flathead studies that's been done, which isn't saying much because there's not that much that's been done. Yeah. But, well, it's junk fish. Nobody wants a catfish. Yeah. What are you talking about? What a dumb fish. Not a, a freaking walleye. <laughs> I do like my walleyes. I'm going to go okay, out Okay, it's not a bass. <laughs> oh, I thought I, you were doing that this week. Walleye fishing? That, the float. I was going to, and then I was like, I'm going to go to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was going to next week, and then two people called me for guide trips, and I'm like, well, oh, yeah, I got to make money. money. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, I the last podcast, I talked shit on bass fishing, and I felt kind of bad afterwards and apologized. Because bass fishermen are kind of sensitive sometimes. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I just have a problem where when they're doing tournaments and they think that they can do whatever they want. That's the only time I have a problem with them. Well, I mean, if you're a guide and you're on the water, you own the water. That's true. So That's true. I mean, you got It's the same thing with the tournament. So it's okay. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> you couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> About a month ago, I went down south to fish those ponds I usually do in the fall yeah. with my buddies. Yep, yep. And there was a group of guys from Des Moines that were had a bass group on like Facebook. Uh-huh. And this was their yearly bass tournament. On the ponds? On on those small lakes in that area. Okay. Like each day of the weekend they had a different lake that they would fish. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they were awesome guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they were bass fishermen, but just the concept of that. It was, you know, probably twenty boats. From all over the state, they just happened to be this group on Facebook, and they set up a tournament that they hit. Because this this area that we go to has like six lakes that are decent fishing for walleye and crappie and bluegill. Mm-hmm. And so me and my buddies always go one day in the fall and just hit them, just get a mess of fish. So we got some fish to eat. And, but that was that was a pretty cool idea. That this. 40 guys or whatever but it's were, like friendly tournament yes it's not like, oh yeah they were all somebody see somebody all... else catching a fish and they were hooping and hollering yeah. and yeah it was a great time all right i will say the bass tournament thing it's not a bass thing it's a tournament thing when you run into people it's, being shitty i, I want, agree i kind of want to retract a little bit because a lot of times bass guys seem they have an entitlement you can't paint people in a, a I had corner, to retract man. a little bit. You can't. Not like, all. 
I've seen it. I've fun. seen it in catfishing, man. I have too. You see, people. I've seen it with everybody, but it just seems maybe because I just focus There's on just, more well, bass guys. I don't know. We've had this conversation I've had on more here. More bass guys rub me the wrong way, but then. There's also more bass guys. I've had more that, walleye guys. I think that's it. I think I've had know. more walleye guys act like complete douchebags on the water than anybody else. And I think, but I think it's a tournament thing. Turn, yeah, yeah. it brings it out. Yes. I think that pressure. Well, just, I don't know why you get pressure. Anytime but. you compete against someone else, you're going to be looking for an edge. The more, you know, what I mean, the I more know. catfish tournaments there are, and the more competitive catfishing becomes. Now there's more douchebags in catfishing. Yeah. But Pe- that's not the people that's who not think they're catfishing. People who think me. they're better than other people because they caught a bigger fish. Yeah. There's more of that in catfishing now than there ever has been. And I attribute that to there's more tournaments now. And social media where they show it off and you know, stuff like that. You know, I think social media and this is probably the unpopular opinion. Um, I don't feel like social media brings out the worst in people. I think it showcases the bad things that were already there. I agree. I think people just say what they've been thinking in a digital format um, because it's just one step um, removed from, re- removed from being faced from face. thinking it in your head yeah. or from saying it face. It's like that middle ground between the two. They'll and, say something that they wouldn't to your face. Exactly. Yes. But social media has brought some good things too with catfishing and maybe and, you know. <laughs> As far as as far as catching, I don't release, know. Really, I, it I brought think us so. him. <laughs> well, the best wrestling things. brought me Spencer. So. That's true. We would have known each other without social media. Yeah, but I was I calling him too, a but... dickhead way before he was River certified. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he has been coined River Dickhead, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which Josh might come out here too. Is he actually? Maybe. I mean, I was like, "Hey, man, you want to come out and go fishing?" He's like. Yeah, I might. And that was the end of it. He so. will not. He might. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. He went down to... Uh, Josh, prove me wrong, but I'm calling it. You're he's not, not listed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I don't I don't know how I feel about social media. I go back and forth on that. Yeah. I don't have it. But so as far as the I catch just... and keep and conservation ethics, is that what you were talking about yeah. earlier? I, I think there's a lot more people that are at least voicing the opinion of of catch and release, even though some of their pictures are of the fish in their driveway, which I have an issue with. <laughs> Let her <laughs> go. Uh, yeah. Swam up strong. <laughs> CPR. Well, well it was that, out of the water for two and a half hours, sir. Do you <laughs> it think, may have swam away, but it did not swim far. Here's it, another thing I've thought about. What about with how good cell phone pictures are? I mean, your camera on your phone's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Every phone. I like, have, I have an older one. It's still it's good. still awesome. Yeah. 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 But do you think that's also saved a lot of big fish because you go, hey, oh, yeah. I'll just take a picture with my phone. Let me throw go. it back. Yeah. Because a lot of people didn't I, have a camera, so they took it home to take a picture. True. I agree. And then they just threw it in a ditch. I doubt it. I'd hope not. <laughs> I knifed a lot of nice fish. Well, not nice fish, but 20s when yeah. I was younger because I wanted to take it home show my mom. Yep. Yeah. Well, I had fish here. We're going to eat fish. Right. Your you know? mom probably wanted Cause, it, though. Because that's, that's the way I grew up. You catch a nice flathead, you eat it. That's the way I grew yeah. up. Until I, you know, got late teens and started realizing that, you know, we don't need bags of fish in the freezer. I like to have a few. <laughs> this, I, I have enough 
to where I can eat a you know good number of times. The only time and I, I clean hardly any fish this year. The only time I stock up on fish is ice fishing. I I personally think that fish caught in cold water tastes so much better. Dude, or, the catfish I ate today out of forty two degree water, phenomenal. I bet nice and firm, phenomenal. white. Versus what they were in July, they were still good in July. They but were but, better now. But you've learned over the process on how to properly clean them. You just don't flay them out, need them. Right. You take the the red meat yep. out. Yep. They're still and not bleed a them out though. If something, <laughs> I don't know. I I, don't I never mind. got that with people. Like I don't it's mind like... a nice pound and a half channel cat. I I just lay it out and eat it. Love it. Give me a walleye. Yeah. yeah. Or crappie. Or blue cat. Flat. Blue cat. Blue, I'm Flat. telling you. Blue the, cat's good. The first oh, yeah. time in Kansas when I cleaned that blue cat, I was expecting a channel cat taste. Because that water was hot. Yes. It was boiling. Yeah, it was 89. No, it was 91 degrees. It was in the lake? On, in the lake. Yes. I but, think we're talking. Uh, up on the mud flats. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 91 yep. degrees. Really? Yes. Three foot of water, and we were catching 60-pound fish. Yeah. And 91 degree water. I mean, it was... You, you, you jump you, in, it's not even refreshing. No, you no. couldn't even cool off. No. But, yeah, you'd get splashed and be like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need a windshield on my boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but that blue cat was amazing. I was really impressed with it. That's the first time I ever ate that. I'm yep. trying to think. First time... My been when I went out east... First time I oh, ate it. Oh, with Keys? When we were yeah, fishing with Yeah, I think keys. that was the first time I ever ate them. And it was freaking good. Well, it was also 40-some degree water, too. Well, but, but it tasted better than a channel think... cat out of 40-some oh, degree yeah. water. They're good. I, I Yeah, I will agree they are better, but not a ton. Like, I mean, if you had a Fish mix... is fish. Tell me a fish that's head and shoulders better than any other fish, and it came out of salt water, guaranteed. If you were to I'm tell me. I'm a crappie me. guy. I think crappie tastes If we took better. crappie... And walleye, well, and mixed yeah, them together. I know. You I can, I you know. can tell because the, the if I cut them all the same shape, if they're all the you'd exact still same. Be, I could tell the bet flake. you couldn't. You'd have to. We're gonna do it now. What do they call that? The Pepsi challenge. We'll do it with crop. lay out like six different yep, fish. You have to tell me which ones perfect are perfect. One by one nuggets. Yes, yeah. I'm in. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's going to be delicious. I think, anyway. yeah, I think you're onto something, right. Spencer. I think this is good video for River Certified. All right, the Pepsi Challenge. We'll it's get going like four in or the five North different Pat. guys. I think yeah. Flathead. I could tell just because of the texture. It's so different. It's so much different. It's Flathead's way different. Uh, Gar's way different. Yeah, I haven't had Gar ever. And everything else is pretty. You, you get the I, you get the meat by the eggs. North. <laughs> I think I could tell. If you're vomiting after you eat it, that's gar. I think I could tell a northern just because of how big the flakes are, even on a small one. I don't know. I haven't eaten enough of them. I just yeah. know the ones I've eaten have been delicious. And it's yeah. so much. I swear yeah. it's so much whiter even the walleye. It's like it hurts your eyes. It's so brightly it's white. Been I mean, so many years bleeding a fish it. out is you don't even. I, mean, I never. I never used to do that, but since I started that, that's a big difference. It's, it's, it's awesome. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The difference in the quality I, of meat. I think icing your fish is even better than freezing them, or than bleeding them. Excuse me. Like the when fish I'm, it makes the most difference with, I think, is white bass. Hundred percent. Yeah. If you put yeah. a white bass in a live well, you're. I don't even know why. You is do it going to be mushy? I mean, versus more of a solid. I, I'm not good with adjectives. 
I I know the word better, so I'm going <laughs> to it's better. <laughs> but I, I, they just get kind of, because they almost a, always die, because they're kind of a sissy, really. They need to move, and yeah. you put them in a confined space, they can't move, they die. Yeah, it's like a shed. I'm probably the same yeah, way. Yeah, there's a lot of... No, no you're not. <laughs> I've watched you sit down for many hours at a time. But when I'm going like on a meat run, where it's like, like when white bass are going, I'm like, okay, I'm keeping white bass when we're eating. The coolers in my boat, full ice, full ice, and you throw them right in there, and that's where they go. Uh oh, Spencer's on the move. <laughs> but, Someone's breaking in. But uh, the difference, you know, even with like channel cat or anything, Same I, thing. I think the meat is so much mushier. Yeah. If, if you let it, they're easier to clean sit. too. Because they're yeah. fir- they're stiff and yeah. I saw lights coming through the window. I thought you guys were getting parking tickets. Oh, I'm in no, your driveway this time. Oh, it's just yeah. it's just the neighbor. Last time, we, <laughs> oh, I just paid that parking ticket because they sent me an overdue. They'd sent me one too. <laughs> I haven't paid it yet. <laughs> they sent me one too. I haven't paid it yet. I'm, I'm guessing out. the same day we got it because we got the ticket the same day. <laughs> You can only park on my side of the road on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I think. And the, and the I'm sign. I'm across, so I'm on the on north the, side. On the north side. Yeah. And, and you probably are fine over and there. And the sign is weird because it says after such and such time. It says 24 hour parking after 9 a.m., which yeah, it makes like, no sense. <laughs> so when does the 24 <laughs> I know. end? I know. Because if you go 24 hours, it becomes Thursday. But we went on a trip, didn't we? It no, we a, just went. Oh, that was night, when Spencer beached us like deal. ten times. Oh. <laughs> you d- you missed out on the worst beaching. Yeah, yeah. Ryan yeah. talked about oh. it. Yeah, that was that was an experience. That was the last time I beached the boat. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we only would have beached it once because we were talking. You weren't paying attention the first time. Second time, you got a stick, so I'll give you leeway. And that that one was bad though. After I ripped the, I thought that was bad until the next time. (laughs) (laughs) That was nothing. After I ripped the reverse bucket off, I I mean I have the parts. They're they're in a box right behind Sam right now, and they've been sitting there for weeks because I'm like winter project. Well, when the water is low, I'm like it's kind of nice not worrying about about something clipping that bucket and kicking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can make my moves just like... And there's yeah. been a few times where I have clipped a couple rocks and So it would have happened stuff. again. It might have. Yeah. And I'd, I'm not saying it would have because there's been times where I've, I've bumped stuff and it didn't flip up. Yeah. Everything was fine, but... The, that was a obvious kathump when it... When oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we got it good. Well, my worry is going the opposite direction because when you cut it to the right, you're... Bullhead. Oh, okay. Bullhead. Two drinks. When you cut it towards the bank, loaded with rocks, if you clip a, a log there when you're pointed at that bank, it's just going to shoot you straight. Well, if you if it clips yeah. you and you flip into neutral, you're going straight head on into that bank. So just but the le- front of your boat's a lot tougher than the back of your boat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you can hit the rocks pretty hard. Not, but really I don't want to watch anything. somebody fly out of the boat. That's what I'm yeah. worried about more than anything. You hit it going 25, and as long as flies. the camera's running, that's good footage. <laughs> as long as it's not a client. Yeah, but they signed the waivers, so <laughs> yeah, I, I told you to lay down. <laughs> don't even look. You'll be you'll be better if you don't look. Spencer just has five points in his boat. It's like just. <laughs> 
Put this on. <laughs> Put this harness on. I'm not worried about drowning. You have, you have recently went to the restroom, correct? <laughs> it is my, one of my favorite things is when you drive through water, water shallow enough, you can see the bottom, and people look at it, and they're just, you know, they're looking at each other and pointing and like, oh, my gosh, you can see the bottom. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just smiling. And that's know. all year. <laughs> it was this year. This year doesn't. Last year and this year don't count. I ran oh, that same crazy. that same little strip when the water was two inches lower than when we ran it, and I got stuck twice. But you also knew, and we well, also that was part of the hope was that as the water was up, I'd be able to figure out the river. Yeah, yeah. And but it I'm just talking didn't work out that way. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the week you got your boat, it dropped a foot. It dropped a <laughs> foot the day, or no, it dropped six inches the day I got my boat. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Well, one the first didn't you didn't you guys go to to the missouri when it was we didn't we, me and wes went to the mississippi for oh that's right you went because it had a hole in it. it had a hole in it yeah yeah, brand yeah we boat. went to brand new boat straight from the factory had a hole in it yeah they did fix it i would ish like to ish. So. it still leaks a little bit it's fine <laughs> It's fine. It's got a bilge pump in it, you know. <laughs> you know they just don't build them like they used to. I guess. Yeah, my '87 Lund, I could pretty much dump five gallon buckets buckets of water in it, and we're good. Yeah, it's weird when you drive a boat that has water in it. They just act funny. Like your every move you make in the boat is mm-hmm. exaggerated. Yeah. yeah, all that water sloshing around. I hammered. Well, it. water the weight of water just adds up so quickly. It does. Was it seven something? Eight a, a eight a gallon, I believe. Yeah, eight pounds a gallon. River water is probably more. <laughs> it's got more contaminants in three, it. Yeah. Well, you know, DDT and or mercury is a really heavy <laughs> molecule. <Yeah. laughs> There's lead in there, I'm sure. Uh, Filtered sure. water. I've I've added quite a bit. <laughs> no, I I was on a lake and we were idling, and I said, "Hang on," and I. You know, gave it gas and hit her pretty good. And with all that water in the boat, the motor kicked up. A 150-horse motor kicks up because I don't know why. I'm sure there's something that can be explained with physics or whatever. Whiplash theory. But after I got the hole fixed and there was less water in the boat, I haven't had that happen ever again. But So I'm assuming it was attributed to the water in the boat. Yeah. Well, Ryan, did we ever talk about that? On the podcast, your brother's boat that was oh the, the ranger yeah that was the worst yeah. thing ever that you're on the Great Lakes and yeah worrying about dying you're gonna die he he literally almost died in that boat three new. times before it was he got brand new it. yeah eighty thousand dollars from boat yeah what is it with a ranger every guy I know who has a ranger is a ranger guy he is not well <laughs> he's the most anti ranger guy well it's a prestigious thing it's like an is that otter, it? God, it's like an nice otter ice house i don't know anything about they're them. Nice. everybody that i know that has an otter ice house is the same way but my clam does the exact same thing i would have got an otter it just won't fit in the bed of my truck with the tonneau now yeah because we measured it remember i was yep. measuring your your uh, the clam hut you had and i ended up going with a frable because it was one inch narrower and, and that's it, what it took and that's yeah. what it took yours would have almost fit yeah but the frable did pretty good now i don't have any of them i just have a pop-up yeah and i just love the room 
Yeah, especially your camping when you camp at night, and you run a you run a lot of tip ups and stuff. You know, yep. your jaw jackers. Yep. So you don't need a lot of you know comfort inside because you're outside a lot. Well, I I would argue the the pop up is just as comfortable in it. Isn't it harder to heat with no floor though? No. Really? It heats just it heats. The only time I've had issues heating it up was when it was negative ten. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's common yeah, yeah. Pr- if i would have had the double it's cold if i would have had the big buddy because i just have a buddy heater if i would have had the big buddy i think it would have been, been fine. fine yeah i swapped out my mine i went to the big buddy because i did get cold a couple times yeah. on some of my trips that were just colder and crap but well you went last year you you got done trapping and just when you got done trapping we had the arctic <laughs> uh, whatever yeah arctic blaster that also doesn't count because that was ridiculous it was was and i didn't expect to catch a fish and we got on some periodically isn't that stupid how you like during summer spring and fall you have a shitty front move through or whatever and And you're done for three days the fishing goes to hell (laughs) yeah but then you're ice fishing and you ice fishing that stuff and that's sometimes your best days. sometimes i mean we were in a area where there was open water and the wind was coming out of the north and it was getting under the under the ice. So we literally had to find a cove that was protected from mm-hmm. that wind getting under the ice and that's where all the fish were pushed. Because mm-hmm. they could see. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. I say I'm trying not to ice fish this year, but I'm kind of excited to ice fish this year. I hope I can do a little ice fishing before I leave. Not a lot. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just a little bit to scratch the itch. Yeah, and I mean, it grew once you on have me. you talking going bait fishing, and once That's you got no, I'm going catfishing. Okay, and that, once you I, got all the yeah. equipment, it's a lot easier to look oh, forward yeah. to it than sitting on a five gallon bucket and that was using me, a hand auger. Me and, growing up, yeah. man, me too. Five gallon bucket. I mean, and I hated it. Which <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I didn't. If I looked out the window, I'm like, that's ah, 15 degrees and 20 mile an hour winds. Mm-mm. I'm just gonna stay. Which I'll, until I'll, I was I'll like thirty five ish, probably every weekend I spent in a gym, mm-hmm. you know, with wrestling season. So yep. my ice fishing was a treat when I got to go out. Sure, you know. So now that I can have some free time and get to enjoy it, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it more. Yeah, and I'm I I can't say I can't go. I mean, I could say I'm not gonna go ice fishing, but I'm decked out. You know, yeah. I yeah. got, I got yeah. the nice drill and you're you know? not going to sit at home. No. If, if you got four no. hours, you're going to go fishing somewhere. Yeah. And I'm going to chase cats through the ice. Cause they're like the Midwest lake trout and they are yeah. a blast. Like, Oh, you almost had me convinced to go with you, uh, up North and get them. Oh, I um, think I ended up, I was like, I could probably not work, but I'm like, I'll just work instead. It was a toss up. What you got there? I have the what is going to be the absolute catfish slayer. Is that, and I'll throw a, is that whisker? a little shout out note. It's iconic. Iconics? Iconic has an ice rod. This is the John how do you pronounce his name? Grossvener. Sorry, John, if I butchered your name. You <laughs> have a nice rod. I have a nice rod. <laughs> it's it's his series. It's a panfish rod, is what it's marketed really? as. But it's got a real soft tip. 41 inches long that's pretty good backbone it's got great backbone 
super cool thing. It's 41 inch rod, but it tell it's telescopic. So it shortens up to like nice. 30. So it can still fit in your locker. So it can still fit in your rod locker. Nice. You got it. And this is going to be the catfish killer. I tell you what, iconic rods just five that, year warranty. That day that that we went over and and talked to that rep that used to be with them that is not now. Oh yeah. I was so impressed with their quality control. Yeah. Like every rod was looked at before it went onto the shelf. Is that meant for a spinning rod? I can't tell. You yeah, I you mean You probably could do either one. You could put a cast and reel on yeah. it, but I'm you could do I would do either an inline, you yeah. know, inline reel yeah. or uh a spinning reel. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Inline? No, it's inline. Yeah, and yeah. I was fishing like 13s or whatever yeah just around with yep a, like yep. a schoolie yep. but straight <laughs> it's it's a you don't technologically invalid advanced schoolie yes. yeah well you don't get the line twist that's yeah. the biggest thing with yes. spinning reel you get line twist especially with light line i mean you get line twist a lot more than you would your heavier line but the sweet thing about this rod is it has a super light tip and then it shuts down but it doesn't shut down in an awkward way like you still have it's that not new, just tip right it has a nice gradual, moderately gradual bend to it where it tapers down. And it looks badass. It does. <laughs> it has a cool looking rod, I'll give you that. It's an it's an all white blank. It has black and orange trim or it has black wraps with orange trim bands. Spencer is kind of a snob for looking cool while fishing. Um I don't know about that. So now you've yeah, got to get... You like your rods and stuff to match, and you know it. That's not about looking cool. That's just yeah. like OCD. You know? <laughs> no, it's not looking cool. No. Yep. I don't care what you think. I don't care what anybody thinks. I just care what I think, and I like it when they all match. I know. I like... Well, remember I was talking, I ordered rods, and they were out of the ones I The wanted. color? They yeah. didn't have the color you yeah, wanted? Yeah, but they had them, and I'm like, well, it's 2020 and get who knows, what you can get. Yeah, get what you can get. Yep. And I was like, ah, I was kind of disappointed, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You they're know. the same they're rod, they're just different. Yeah, yeah they're just different. They're good rods. He goes, yeah, actually, I just sold out of them. A guy called me, you know, it's kind of a smaller place, and he goes, he goes, I got the same ones. He goes, they're... Your tip's bent on that? Yeah. Might want to straighten that out. Oh, I just just saved his new rod. It's fiberglass. <laughs> It'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, so what you do? Be like a spring bobber after that. Just <laughs> yeah, I'd still fish it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I have a one of those iconics that I actually cut two inches off of it to give it make it stouter. Was it on purpose? It was on purpose because oh, yep. I've got a couple that were not on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cut two inches off so I could use it with some beefier jigging wraps. Yeah. And it does for wipers, I take it. Wipers, walleyes, walleyes whatever yeah. wants to eat a jigging wrap. Yeah. Well, Sometimes that's it. your best crappie jig too. Is for them big crappies a nice jigging wrap. Well, really? it's, it's funny yeah. what a lot of people don't realize, and because I don't tell anyone, uh, is there's a pile of videos that don't become videos. And one of them is actually I have three trips where I went ice fishing for walleyes. And I couldn't get away from the 12 to 15 inch crappies. Dang it. That were just. <laughs> why, why didn't that make a video? Because nobody, nobody'd watch it. So I'm, uh, I'm not going to burn a spot, burn a location, or potentially burn one, showcase a fishery um, if, peop- if it's not going to get like 
payback views, views yeah. back yeah. Yeah. on my end. So um, there's a. It was an awesome day. It was an awesome day of me catching 12 to 15 inch crappies on quarter ounce rattle traps when I was trying to catch walleyes. God, I do like catching walleyes. One of them was right by your house. Yeah. Yeah. Main lake hump, 25 feet of water at night. Think walleyes would move up out of the the deep stuff to get there. You were jigging a rattle trap? Yeah. Yeah. But I think the thing was I had a light on in the shack for filming because... They were there, like, as soon as it got dark, they showed up. Well, even you're seeing them crappies, you're going, man, you thought they were walleyes, probably, didn't you, on your flasher? No, they act, walleyes They're, active. Right? I, I don't know, I don't know. How, you, you could show me a flasher, and I'd go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, a fly, I, I know that's a flasher. Why does it keep going around in a circle? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> there's more. Give me a graph, I'd be like, yeah, that's a fish. That's, yeah. there's, there's more to it, but essentially, walleyes are faster. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not all the time, but well, I'd say walleyes are more darty. You know, yeah. a tuned up quick, crappie quick will zip up and eat a bait, but walleyes are more all over the place. Not all the time, but I'd say more consistently. And they're bigger. You know, they're thicker mark on yeah. the ground. Are they? Yeah. Well, because you know, I was thinking because it's reading down. You know, like because a a bigger a fish big is crappie. a thicker mark. No, it's the density of the fish Dense. itself. Oh, okay. So. um but anyway, I had crappies on the graph. I know nothing crappies. about ice fishing. And then I know. moved to get away from Sid 12 to 15 inch crappies. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you ever done in your life. Well, except they followed me. Do you know as him? soon as I turned <laughs> as like, soon as I turned the light on, they were right back there again. That, that doesn't even hit top 150 of the dumbest things he's done in his life. <laughs> That's got all oh, it's up there. I, Running away from bruiser crappies. Yeah. <laughs> We won't say trophies, but they were... I would argue a 15-inch crappie is a trophy. They are. You know, you see a lot of people's pictures of 15-inch crappie. and then From you really, Alabama. And then you really see a 15-inch crappie in your hand, and you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They are a lot different fish than a 12-inch crappie. Yes. That's, and see, a 12-inch yeah. is a nice clean. Yes. That's a nice crappie. My yeah. snobbiness comes from the pure love I have from catching walleyes through the ice. It's not that I dislike crappies. Yeah. It's that I love catching walleyes through the ice so much, I'm willing to try to get away from those crappies to catch walleyes. And that's your same thing as you could go out and catch 25 channel cat, or you're just going to sit there for hours for that one shot at a flathead. Duh. We know the answer to I that know. one. And then if That's the channels show right. up, I'm going to get try to get away from them because Mr. Yeah, Flathead's the, not there. On a normal year. This um, year they were. But. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the everything was kind of in one spot. Things were condensed down, but there was still... And I turtles were everywhere. I still didn't have any issues with like one pound channel cats in Flathead spots. The plague. Yeah. yeah, the plague never showed up. I've had the plague show up in the past, but it's just because I picked a shitty spot. Yeah. Like 2000, like... I think it was like 14, 15, because it was low in 12. Yeah. They had a great spawn that year. Oh, and there's so many six-inch channel cats. Everywhere. Like half-pound-to-pound channels from, like, you know, that three-year class or, what you know, like 14, 15, 16 or whatever. It didn't matter where you fished. You threw in... You threw in a piece of cut bait, and they and were all hungry. your rods dancing. Didn't, <laughs> they didn't were ma- hungry. Didn't matter where you went. Yeah, that's an interesting thing about the stretch of water you're on. And to paint a picture of that stretch, it's uh, 
there's not a lot of flatheads. Not a ton, But no. there are some magnums yep. up there. So spots that you would fish that, like where I fish, there's the majority of the time where I spend my time on the water flathead fishing, there's flathead water and there's channel cat water. And if yep. you're catching one to two pound channel cats or you're having your live baits smushed to death by channel cats, you're in the wrong spot. You need to move. Whereas up where you're at, yeah. there's so much overlap because this might be a flathead spot, but there's not enough flatheads where there's always a flathead there. Yeah, and to then run the them out. channel cats move in in the meantime. And there's a lot more big channel cat. And I think those big channel cats act a lot too. They'll be in there. They're not on the menu as much as a one, yeah, two pounder. And, but those you know? those are, no, I, I would disagree You'll with that. You'll still catch them, though, those oh, big the, channels. But the big channel, oh, excuse me, the big channels and the flatheads, they'll overlap anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. So it's not exclusive to where you're yeah. at. Yeah. But there's a lot more. There's a lot in that area. You'll I agree. Don't, I don't know if there is anymore. Maybe not. Those Caught were, them all. Those were... <laughs> They're in Sam's freezer. <laughs> we cleaned a lot of them back. It didn't seem like they'd dry up because they were coming out of a lake. and Yeah. They did not look like... They looked like blues. Like, you were in a, There was a lot of people that probably claimed they caught blue cats. Seven, eight river. pound channel cat? No, no. like 20s. <laughs> it, it was a unique situation. Not, yeah, we'd get them 20, but you'd catch a lot. Like the average you'd catch, like when we were... This is like when we were younger and we were running lines. A lot. Like your average running ditty poles was like around ten. Wow. Average. But you're also running big bait you know, big yeah. live baits, but yeah. you were in a unique situation where you yeah, had a that reservoir that they dumped stocked. out of and yeah. in the reservoir they got huge. Yes. And now that reservoir is cut off. Yeah. And now you're just catching normal river cats. There's still big ones, and but there's I've big always, ones everywhere. But yeah. I've always caught a lot of big ones in that area. I've caught a lot of big ones uh, yeah. in other areas. It's just the majority of your channel cats in the river are somewhere between one and five pounds. Oh yeah, and then you occasionally get one that's in the ten to fifteen pound range. Well, that's the same and, weight ratio as a flathead too, though. I mean, you catch a lot of five to tens. Fewer, I'd say the majority. Actually, if 25s. I went back and looked, the majority of our fish were fifteen to twenty-five pounds. Yeah. But you're also targeting. What do you? You're I, targeting I mean, trophy fish. The majority of the population is probably not fifteen to twenty. That's what I'm pounds. saying. But you, what? What? But the but location you're, what you're fishing. You're fishing. But big it's the bait. same with channel cats. You're not fishing. The majority of the channel yeah. cats are like I'm two using, to eight inches long. You're not fishing yeah. for yeah. those. You're using big bait. Or it's where you're putting your baits. Yeah. You know, most of your two to eight. I mean, I see all the ones I catch in my yeah. cast net whenever I'm yeah. trying to catch the suckers in the thing. river. There's nothing worse than your cast net. No, that's the plague. Yeah. You you <laughs> named it appropriately. Yeah, it's I the did. plague. <laughs> you're, you're, there, two's, two's a little small. Like your four to eight inchers. The sharpest. They have like six barbs on the end of their And they're point. long. They're like disproportionately <laughs> long for their body. It's like a puppy. They're going to grow into their paws. Yeah. <laughs> if they're spikes, though, that are three-quarters of the length of their body. That was one thing about those Amazon catfish. All their fins were just disproportionately Ginormous. large. Because they're huge fish, and then their fins are huge. The yeah. red tails. That's because they like they're going to grow into them. I mean, Wes's jaw jaw was 100 pounds, man, and it still had huge fins on it. Really? Yeah. It's just a pup. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) 
100, well, like, 100 pound puppies, big puppy. <laughs> but how many? I mean, you caught what? Six, seven different kinds of cats down there, roughly? I don't know. I haven't counted oh, just them. Just rough cats. Caught a red tail, caught a cerebum, um, <clears throat> caught a, the leopard. The leopard. Did I get any others? I think that's it. I don't know. Wes got a jowl. Wes got a jowl. I didn't get a jowl. And he got, they called it a high water fish. And there's another name for it. I've had five people tell me the name. It's just so yeah. ridiculous. It doesn't stick in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's water five. Cat. And I my. But did any of those have sharp points like a. Every brick? one of them. They were all sharp. Every one of them. Yeah. They're all sharp. Yep. What's well, a different breed down there? I mean, that's you, as sharp as it's the a, ocean. It's freshwater ocean. Yeah, it's the best. The the best yeah. thing I've thought of for describing it, because you could literally catch a fish on every cast if you threw a chunk of cut bait, a small chunk on a small hook, you would catch a fish every cast. Most of them would be piranhas, probably. They're the first yeah, scavenger yeah. to show up. There's yeah. a pile of them, but it's like a bluegill around there. There were some dudes who went out and they caught. 80 uh peacocks one day because that's all they targeted that's all they day targeted long. peacocks all day Went just, just peacock to see, territory see yep. how many they could catch and they caught 80 any and ginormous they, ones i think they took a nap <laughs> and they were they were sending us videos or not they didn't send us because we didn't have reception they were showing us videos of them like dancing and shit with music blaring in the boat and <laughs> they didn't take it serious it's not your kind of fishing and they yeah. still caught 80 which is just shows like if they what's there. up to like eight or nine pounds. Yeah, yeah. But are, like, what is like top? What's the world record on peacock? There's a bunch of different species. That, yeah, I, I was gonna say they're not there. Right? No, they're they're just the, different species. They're not even subspecies. Um, the one that's there, uh, if you butterflies. Get, there's butterflies, and there are butterflies there too. Yeah, uh, they're smaller one. Though, they're smaller. They? I don't think you get those over ten pounds very often. Yeah. The species they had, the bigger species they had, I think it topped out at like 20. Yeah. So they're about like a large mouth. Yeah. But the biggest one landed on that trip was 10. Yeah. And it's just like... I mean, a 10-pound largemouth, pretty good fish. It's be a state record and, in Iowa. And now you have it with three times the fighting force. At least. It's probably a, probably a good time. At least, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... And you just still cut it up and use it for bait. Yeah. <laughs> With a, a big smile on my face. <laughs> it'd, hard, it'd be hard not to, though, yeah. when you're just going, there's so many of them. That's what know? the guide told me to do, so that's yeah. what I did, and I didn't think it twice about it. The one that blew my mind the most was the arowana. I mean, if you, from an aquarium trade standpoint, we were taking $5,000 fish and chopping <laughs> them up for bait. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much they are for one of them? For a big one. And then if you, uh, there's certain color ones that are worth mm. even more than that. Like they breed them to be certain colors. But do the catfish like a certain color? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love the $8,000 They didn't like fish. anything I threw when I was down <laughs> Well, there. you're in the wrong time of year that you later found out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't get too bitter about many things, but I was bitter about that. Well, yeah. Now but you know. Now I know. See, yeah. now he was the... The more you know. Guinea pig. <laughs> now we'll go. <laughs> me and Ryan are going in not, February. Not inviting me. We hear February is the time now. Yeah. I might be hosting some trips. That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll see. There's that a, would be cool. a lot. I mean, 
Just pretend I didn't even say that because it probably won't happen, but yeah. it could. That would be cool. Especially now that I know. I put three giant-ass whopper ploppers in my tackle box that took up a ton of space. Never and used them? I didn't use I think I threw them one time, and the guy yeah. was like, that, those don't work here. Like, oh, <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have a Amazon box that is being refined as we speak. Nice. Yep. I just ordered a handful of lures the other day for the moment that I get. We're going to throw out the deed of the house out of the safe and that Amazon box is going <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> Only important stuff in here, dear. Yes. <laughs> no, I got to go back. I don't know when it'll be. I don't know if it'll be the next year or the year after that. I'd love to yeah. go catch Wells cats. and. We talked about that yep. on our trip. Yep. to Missouri. And I talked about that with the people who might also be going on the trip. So Nice. Working on the, making that one happen. Ryan, you want to go catch a Wells? Yeah. Spain. Yeah. Spain. 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 Just get a big group of people going. No hablo. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a different Spanish. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just hope there's people who speak I English. I don't speak either one of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went through a period of time where I tried to learn some foreign languages just to be nice, and everybody who heard me speak in the foreign language just made fun of me. Well, kind of everybody who speaks English kind of makes fun of you, too. So. Maybe, it just hit, <laughs> maybe it just hit harder because I was trying harder. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think. Language had zero to do with that. Like, <laughs> like look at this guy. <laughs> All right, bullhead. 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 You want to hand me another beer? Yes, sir. Can't bullhead on empty beer. Fact. That's just, it's just that now. That's what it's called. I got to have bullhead right now. Yeah, (laughs) we're just bullheading it. Man, that's not good because I catch a lot of bullheads. (laughs) I hope my bullhead pond. You might be the only person who catches as many bullheads as I do. All right, I got to catch up. Quit using the B word. I'm like six nah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even thinking. I got. I had a half a beer. I got to open another one. So. No, I I don't know. I've, I probably caught a couple hundred bullheads this year. Yeah. Thinking be a couple hundred. I, I probably, yeah. I was over 100 for sure. Yeah. And I caught some good ones. Yes. You caught the best bullheads. You did not. Yeah, the few times we went fishing together, I brought some, and I was like, these are all right. And then Ryan back. (laughs) (laughs) Just roll it out on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Like, slap. Oh, come on. Those are cute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, last cast, your moment. Talk about whatever. You always do this. Do what? That's, that's what do I always end? do, the Sam? The last cast. That's how I we end it. Yeah. I just talk, man. Well, keep talking for the last time. For the last time. I don't, I don't know. See, I just throw it out there. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to talk about either. I'll start it off. Give you time to think. Talk Today is ice fishing. Thursday. It's a Thursday. Don't, Tra- say the, trapping, don't say the date because I have no idea when this is coming out. Trapping starts Saturday. Well, they can come. And, and <laughs> they I could come up with a date there. And anybody that <laughs> knows map. me knows I'm the biggest procrastinator in the world. Yep. But I always get it done. So there's no sense changing. 
until you come to coyote traps. <laughs> coyote traps are so labor-intensive because you got to clean off all the dye and wax from last year and scent. Cause you boil yours? I, I do. I, I dip yeah. them in vinegar and water for a week, dump them out, boil them, dye them, wax them, all to catch a stupid coyote. Well, I have so not. the most expensive fur around right now, though. Yeah, right? but... You're not in for the money, we know. Right now, a coyote, a good prime Midwest coyote, will bring 15 bucks. Three years ago, there were 45 bucks for a shitty one. You can't yeah. live in the past, man. I know. So freaking Russians. I'm I'm last year I dabbled in snaring coyotes, which it was horrible conditions. I set eight of them for ten days, caught five coyotes. Mm-hmm. To me, that was pretty awesome odds but for not, not your for not, not your knowing forte. What, yeah not knowing what i was doing so i'm gonna constant because right now in the location we're at we're freeze thaw we freeze at night we thaw during the day we just had moisture last week so the soil's muddy so every night that ground is going to freeze and then thaw and freeze and thaw so when a coyote steps on your trap it might not go off unless you used wax dirt which means you literally dry out dirt completely. Burn sand or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then you put it in your oven at 350 degrees until the the wax melts. But then if you get the wax too hot, then it leaves an odor, and then you ruin your dirt. I hate coyote trapping. <laughs> so I am going to concentrate on snaring coyote this year and see if I can become proficient. Because the stuff I dabbled with last year, I was, I picked up some good tips that you sound like me with circle hooks for hopefully, flatheads. Hopefully, well, I I, got it I caught year. coyote last year. <laughs> he ran. No, he ran I ran circle hooks ho- for the not all year for the yeah. last two months, and I missed one. That's awesome. Missed one, but it's different from both. It's, it is. It's different from a boat and the location where you use them. I used them other locations than that. Really? Yep. And I only missed one. In fact, the location you're thinking of is the only spot I didn't hook up. Really? Yep. Because that location is tailor-made for circle hooks. Agreed. Because they're going to come to that shelf, and then they're going to dive back home. Yep. Except when they don't. Except when they don't. There was there was a handful of times where it took two minutes for them to pull it down. Really? I just waited. Where you could just see that weight. Yep. Hanging. They just bother. Yep. Wow. And you want to reel down real bad. I don't. You I've did. Done I, I've done it and failed I've, every yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've like been I was saying, you want to do it. This is a five year experiment <laughs> going on. I've been there. You're like, mother. The the only the biggest thing I changed was using a, a slower, softer rod made a big difference. Yes. And you were also running a lot more cut on it too didn't matter i used really yeah i mean i used more cut just because of time of year yeah that's what i'm saying but that's i thought that's more when the the only ones i missed were on cut bait yeah the the ones on yeah can't pour away sorry the only one i missed was on cut bait the uh everyone on live bait hooked up did you get to feel him though was he real or was he a dink i don't know i think he was okay yeah he was he was bobbing it pretty good and, and it went down and then it came back up, which happens a lot. But then I just saw it go tink, you know, like he came off. Of it. Yeah, I don't know. I have no explanation. Do you also think because we're more? I'd consider us all the flathead me doing is shallow water. 
compared to, like you see a lot of people like on other videos and stuff they reel down on them but yeah. they're also fishing deep yeah do you think that makes a difference i don't know i haven't thought of that that part of it because you always see you know like i would like what is that reservoir fishing versus no, river no, I'm fishing? Talking river. Be like, oh, not, think, like, of, think of the Mississippi, you know, yeah. a lot of your flathead it's in 20, 30 foot of water. Yeah, I mean, but I, that's shallow <laughs> for there, but it, but here it's deep. Yes, it's oh, super yes. deep. Most yes. of our flatheads, let's say 10. 80% of mine are less than five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I always, know. I always wonder. I, I mean, the angle's definitely different uh, at that depth because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of them, but like, uh. Chris Sodders, he's a big flathead he's guy. Shallow water though, all his stuff shallow. For, Is it for flatheads? Yeah, really. Little Dinky Creek, but well, I. Well, I've watched him do it in a big, big river, and he'll still reel down on them when they're well, just I mean, kind of dangling there. And I don't know. I wonder how many of those get missed. Yeah, you don't if, know because like uh, if you miss a flathead where we live, it hurts. Yes. If you miss a flathead in those big bodies of water, it doesn't hurt as bad because the blue's going to eat it in an hour. <laughs> so it's fine. And I'm not knocking blue cats no. um, and saying they're not challenged, but what I'm saying they're is... They're not a flathead. There's way more of them. Yeah. You know, there's way more blues than there are flatheads. People who fish for blues consistently, I'm like, I, I count how many flatheads I catch a year. Not to brag about it. I'm not going to say how many I got this year or any other year. I do it for data. Yeah. And yeah. it's not that hard to count them, you yeah. know? Yeah. But blue cats, you can go stack 25 a day on a good day. Absolutely. Yeah. How many times you caught more than five flathead a day? Five, maybe? Yeah, yeah, a couple times this year. Yeah, I've caught more than five this year, like three or four times. Yeah. So probably... But those are odd conditions. I probably have 20 trips where I caught more than five. Yeah. In your lifetime. Yeah, in my life. Yes. 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 It's not a lot. Doesn't happen very No. Often. It's happened a lot more in the last few years, but I think it's just because I know a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Most I ever stacked up was blow a dam one time. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> With this big treble hook. Yeah. <laughs> it was no, November. <laughs> I can take you to where we can do that. Yeah. I could take you yeah. to where yeah. we did that. Yeah. We all know where that one's at. Where we did that, where you could do that. Yeah. I don't the lower myself goal. to those levels. No. That that would just disappoint you cuz you're like I've seen it happen. I know. It does take it, it would take away desensitize you no i don't think it would just because i I look at things from a process viewpoint and i've had a handful of comments and people send me messages like how are you going to get used to fishing back home after being in the amazon the same way i did when i went from salt and moved back home you know it's it's the best that's available no it's not even that it's just the enjoyment of how you go about doing it yeah salt water is cool but man it's labor intensive you know like you spend all this time, all this energy to catch these fish, and then you get home, and then then the work starts. You know, yeah. if you keep anything, you got to clean it, and then clean it while you're fishing. It's awesome. Yeah, you can do that. It's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I probably shouldn't even brought that part up because that's not any different. The thing that's different is cleaning your gear. You have to rinse off everything because yeah. of the salt. You have to rinse off all of your terminal. Like if you leave your tackle yeah. boxes just the way they are, everything's going to rust. Yeah. yeah, and. I don't care if it's stainless or not. Like stainless stuff will still rust. They don't use high quality stainless for the hooks, you know. But even if it is high quality stainless, if you don't rinse it off, it will eventually rust. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not impenetrable. But right, 
Yeah, I get that's it. That's good. But word. like a hook, it's not high quality. I can't tell you the yeah, exact numbers of the steel. The you yeah, know, but I don't, I don't know. They're not yeah, going all out, right? And I'm a unless you're paying a hundred dollars for a welder. I don't yeah. think I don't even know if that matters. Yeah. And then you catch one fish and they screw up whatever coating is over the top of it and suddenly it's rusting. And if it. you're doing yeah. a shark, you're bolt cutting it off anyway, so what the hell? Yeah, well Yeah. I'm trying to think of any shark hooks I use that weren't stainless. Like every one I used was stainless. And you pull whatever whatever that hook costs, if you hook up, it's gone. No. You can get them out. Did you? Oh, yeah. I got a dink, probably. No, you can get them out of big ones, too. Really? It's, it's just more of how they're hooked. I always, almost every shark video I always see, they just walk up and doesn't matter. I'm like, I can pull that out and they just walk up and bolt cut them. Yeah, uh, if you have a good de-hooker, and I'm not saying this is the way to do it, maybe that is the smart way of doing oh. it because it's quicker, but how we did it, you would... Uh, is that because you're a tight ass? Or? Well, he had five hooks total. <laughs> he just at, the tight time, ass. at the time, he had five hooks yeah, total. He's like, yeah. I still got four fingers on this hand. <laughs> that hooks like He had six eaten bucks. for four days. Before. <laughs> if you take the leader and run it along the length of the fish and pull tight so that hook, like you're starting to rotate it back out and you grab it with either channel locks or a really good de-hooker, and you have the leader going towards the tail... And then you grab the hook and pull it out. I'd like say towards its snout. Five times, like half the time. You know, five times out of ten, you're popping the hook out. And you give it one or two yanks. If it don't come out, that takes a whole, what, five seconds? Yeah. Well, if it don't come out in five seconds, you just cut it. Because by law, you got to, like, if you're shark That's fishing, recent. That's recent? That's okay. recent. The last, I don't know how many years. But when I was shark fishing a lot, that wasn't a law. But we had bolt cutters anyway. Yeah, yeah. And now it's legally required in Florida. That's the okay. only state that it's required in. No other state requires okay. it right now. Although I think everyone should. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Because it's handy. Well, know? and it's more likely to just come out. Oh, hit the mic. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Mike Jack. It's one, more two, likely one, to fall out when it's like that than just snipping your line off. Yeah. we There was a few times where we didn't have bolt cutters readily available for a, one of a million reasons yeah and we just snipped the wire yeah and i don't think it'll hurt the fish maybe it will you know i don't know what the yeah. data I mean, suggests I but i'm pretty i mean i feel i feel a lot better about just snipping the wire and letting the fish go than spending three minutes with the yeah. shark beached trying to rip the hook out so yes it was like the lesser of two evils get it and I just was like, yeah. let's get this fish back in the gotcha. water. But like, you Instead see of adding, those... adding trauma to not breathing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's, exactly. Let's just get him in the water. But no, you yeah. see those like, uh, uh, the grouper, the big ones, uh, Goliaths. The Goliaths, yeah. They'll show the pictures of them now, like six, seven hooks where they cut them off on the reef and they're just or they just them out. Yeah, they just mess somebody up and bust yeah, them off. They're, they're all break-offs, I'm guessing. But the Goliath's not a shark. Yeah. Shark or fish, but they're so different than any other fish. Yeah. I don't know. I'll take your word. Yeah. You're the shark master. It's your of the last three. cast. What's your last cast? Oh, we're casting? Yeah. I was, I was casting about sharks. Is that what you want to qualify that as your last cast? You got something else to throw in there. <sighs> Tell us what you've been up to, Sam. Tell us about your trip you got coming up. Uh, we dabbled on it. We dabbled. dabbled. Hopefully, here in about a week, heading to Colorado on a. Half-ass elk hunt, I'd call it. 
Is I it going to be half-ass, or are you well, going to get after it? Oh, yeah, we're, I'm getting after it, but... So that's I, not half-ass. Well, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Expectation. Yeah. yeah, no expectation at all. Are you the I, only one who has no experience? No. One other guy. There's three of us going. And one guy's, like, been there, done that, and the Been other. there, same area, roughly, and he's got bite lives out there. Okay. Is he, has he been successful, or has he just been? Um... I There's don't a think big he difference. ever shot an elk, but like other guys he was with has. Yeah. Like he shot, because at the same time, I like I can get a mule deer tag too at the same time. So I might end up buying both. Yeah. But it's like over a thousand bucks buying both. But. You're going to be pissed if you're sitting there in this trophy mule. Yeah, I know. Well, if you I don't know. buy if I'm going, one, I'm that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably yeah. doing it. If I'm going, I'm all I'm in. I'm pretty sure it's, it's hard to read all them last cast out west regulations are hard to understand like big game there's so prob there's so many of them that are probably like it's this way unless yeah and zones and just i like i've been looking a lot because i'm like i got i figure i got about 15 years where i can do that here now and i got you know enough money now i got time and in good enough shape, not old and decrepit like Ryan. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> no back surgeries No yet. back surgeries yeah. yet. I haven't had my third one yet. Yeah. I'm good. But you I'm know good. what I'm saying to where I'm still, I can still do it. I'm like, and I, the whole problem. You should just bulldog them. Yeah. I don't even know why you take <laughs> <Yeah>. a gun. <laughs> you that, should sit in a tree stand and bulldog an elk. For anybody who doesn't know, Sam's like six foot eight. Eight? I'm like seven, maybe. Oh, whatever. Maybe. I don't know. You tell like, me. Right now, I'm probably I, under six. I, I cannot like even see as high as he is. I don't even know if he has hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting thin. <laughs> you brought that up in a video. I got. Oh, there's one video where Spencer, it's like over the, the council of my boat. And you're sitting down. And it's like the sun's coming right down. I'm like, God damn, I look bald, that guy. <laughs> like, Come on, Spencer. <laughs> I yeah. don't. I don't have the ability to give you hair. Yeah, my you video can. Just software. like that's what I should do. Just put a black shiny <laughs> blob over. It. You've censored your nipple before. I mean, come on. With text. Yeah. <laughs> just write hair over the top. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, last cast. Not fishing related, but out west. It, and I understand because you know it's a. Big game. They want to maximize yes. opportunity, and yes. to maximize opportunity, there's going to be some wonky regulations yes. that are probably hard to follow. It's and not coming from that. That's a lot of it. Like, let's say you grew up in a state that was that way, you know. Yeah. And I'm guessing all of them are similar. You know, yeah. they're all different but similar. But not growing up there, like here in Iowa, you know, you go buy a deer tag. You know. Yeah. What do we have for big game? They consider a turkey big game, I guess, but you know, yeah, you gotta buy a tag for it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bird. It's a I don't bird. consider a bird big game. Sorry, but and trout. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta buy a fit. Yeah, well, you yeah. gotta buy a duck stamp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have to buy that everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but, but not, you can just buy it. Yeah, it, you don't have to put a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah, where I'm going, it's it's actually an over the counter because it's a late season type deal. So. Yeah. So you're talking, also, these animals have been ran and hunted a lot already. So 
your success rate. <laughs> They're not on public ground. <laughs> I've heard my buddy, who you know, going with, he talked to his friend out there, and they he said it's still a lot of them are up high still because it's been so warm. So yeah, and a lot of the high ground is the public, public because. Ain't good for no. Else. So yeah, when we go on ground. when we go on fishing trips, we always take emergency bait. You know, we catch some shad and stuff. So you have like five gallons of corn somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would that even? They probably wouldn't even know what corn is out there. <laughs> That's true. Say, it probably wouldn't That's even true. matter. I bet they. I bet they figure it out pretty quick. <laughs> probably. No, that's sweet. No, it's uh, yeah. I hope. Like, if, I, I hope I, one, if one of us up. kills kills one. I, it'll be you know. It's like when you go, like if us three going fishing, one of us gets a big one, we all get one. That's a good you know, trip. It's, it's, yep. it's the boat mentality or the crew mentality. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're all going together, because I mean, it's not like we're going, you're going, one guy's going to sit in a stand over here, me, yep. you know, we'll all, we'll all be together and doing the, doing the deal. So it's kind of whoever pulls the trick, you know, it's. Everybody feels successful when yeah. somebody gets one. Yeah. And I've always said that with like, you know, if you're party hunting in Iowa, like shotgun season, it's like yeah. everyone's in on that when you're pushing I just happen to be sitting at the yeah, right spot. You know. Yep. It's like not everybody feels that way. No, though. they don't. And it starts They're wars. Douchebags. They don't hunt with me. <laughs> yeah. They are douchebags. And it starts wars and yeah. people getting pissy. Biggest deer mm-hmm. I ever shot. What is it with deer making people I stupid? I don't know. Because it's the biggest game in Iowa. Yeah. And Iowa's... Nothing the, wrong with deer. I just... All the drama that goes with it is a reason I don't deer The hunt. worst thing that happened yeah. to Iowa deer hunting is the world record getting shot here. Yeah. Well, There's been multiple world records shot <laughs> yeah, here. But that, but the, the, last, long... the last deer I shot was the size of a German Shepherd. I was pushing. And he was delicious. I, I threw it over my shoulder and finished the push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was delicious. And that was nothing but steaks. I just made steaks. And you're wondering why your back's out. <laughs> True. Well, kind of meathead. Yeah. <laughs> Forehead first. You will <laughs> You will never eat a better taste. It's like veal. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. Like veal. yeah. Well, I'm going to go deer hunting this year. And when right. I say I'm going deer hunting, I'm going deer killing. I don't want to <laughs> hunt it. Yes. I don't want there to be. Yeah. He has expectations. Yeah. No, yes. I have wants. There, there, there is yeah. a difference. I want the hunt, the hunt quotation marks to be, I'm going to sit an in hour a heated, and a half. heated, <laughs> heated hay bale blind yeah. for an hour and a half. The first doe that comes out, I'm going to shoot it. And That's then called it's supper. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to my house and getting hung up and we're going to let hang for five to six days to age it. Whatever's yes. recommended. Yes. Yep. I there's one, there's before, one aging at my house right before now. Before you gut it, <laughs> you let it sit. Five to eight days. Gross. <laughs> I love the green meat. Yeah. <laughs> I nope. did. I did. I just, uh, my buddy just shot one two mornings ago and he called me and I went and helped him. We, it, like, it's like three miles from my house where he shot it. And I went up there and helped him. I did the sexy photo op with him, you know, took his pictures. And You're I go, pretty he goes, good with the photos. I'll give you that. Yeah. I won't give you any credit for anything you don't deserve. <laughs> I'm pretty good you, on camera. You can take yeah. a, you know, a photo and you can run a camera. Yeah. And he goes, well, it's got this thing out. I'm like, why? I'm like, it's easier at my house. <laughs> it's and I go, three miles I go, away. Because yeah. he wanted to cape it out, too. I go, 
it's even easier to cave them out when yeah, it's let's, not. Let's hang it up. When you cave them out, you can't cut the rib cage. You know, you can't. Yeah. You got to dig way up in mm-hmm. there. And then I'm like. And he, honestly, he made the worst shot ever on this deer. And he'll even say it. It took a step. And it was dumb luck. He hit it high, first of all. And he hit it way far back. And the only reason it died was because he hit the artery that runs under the spine back there. Sometimes it's better to be yeah. lucky than good, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And he, he goes. Was, and it, he, it, died was it a good deer or a tasty yeah. deer? Oh, yeah. Oh. It's a good deer. Yeah. There you go. And so I'd age it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a buck. I, we got we to gotta wrap this, this podcast up. I'm going to end it. Is it getting out of control? No, it's not getting out of control. It's just we're running on. And. I don't know where. Well, I'm... you have some editing in the middle, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. That was like two minutes. <laughs> we can talk about this stuff a little bit. My thing I wanted to say for my last cast is, if you have any, uh, you might be river certified oh. things. You guys got any? Uh-huh. You said ooh, like you got one. Like I got time. If, I, I have, if you caught more than thirty-seven turtles in one summer. <laughs> All right. Is it like a fox worthy you <laughs> yeah. might be a redneck yes. type deal? Yes. All right. So here's an example. If your bait is bigger than the fish most people eat, you might be river certified. <laughs> nice. So if you got any things nice. like that, shoot me an email or shoot Ryan, Tazler Ryan at hotmail.com. Um, Sam doesn't know what a computer is, so he doesn't have an email. <laughs> he takes smoke signals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But if you got any of those, shoot them my way. I, I'm going to make a video or I'm going to do something with the podcast. I don't know. I'm going to do something with them. But if you got any of them, send them my way. I think way. you need to do like a uh, where they send a video and that like the end of one of one of your YouTube videos. You just yeah. do like, just clip it like in. 10 or 15 of them like thrown in. Throwing, throwing their jet, their best Jeff Foxworthy yeah. impression. I won't do it. I'll, I'll do some if, if it's that good and people send it in. I'll do it at the beginning, not the end, when nah. most people uh, are yes. watching. Gotcha. But back on yours, send me some messages. I love reading them. I love getting back to you. I love talking to you guys. So get a hold of me. Mm, he has two friends, go. and we're sitting here. So yes. You know, yeah. He, he yeah. How many friends do you need? Yeah. I bet I get on average three or four messages from this from. Each podcast. Like like fishing related. Yeah. Like yeah. river certified related. Mm-hmm. I probably get two, three, four a week. Uh, and like, I love it. Are they all hate mail? Or? Well, most of them are Sam's a douchebag. <laughs> and, and then you're like, like hey, well, you, I know you got his number. You get a hold of him. I can't. <laughs> Just pass this message on. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I've been thinking about doing a Flathead Fundamentals or Catfish Fundamentals live YouTube video as part of a membership this winter, and it'd be five bucks. It'd be maybe a video a week or a video a month. I don't know. It just depends on how many people end up doing it. But if I get 100 people, I'm going to do something. Hell right, yeah. Right now, we're at five. Yeah. <laughs> five people say they're cool with it. They want to do it. But if I get 100 people, I'm going to do it. The river, or river certified, the straight heat stickers. Yeah. I ordered them. They're on the way. Nice. They You're will welcome. be in the inventory. What? You didn't design them. What are you welcoming I coined me? the phrase. You did. You pointed it out. <laughs> you, you, 
All right. Uh, thank you. You wanted to thank you. You get a thank you. You got it. You're you welcome. got it. And you don't get a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sweatshirt. You have a sweatshirt. I got the first, yeah. You did. I think I got the you first one. Oh, well, yeah. did you ever uh, to Trey? Yep. Trey's, Trey's got straight. his. Yeah. Trey's yeah. got his. I got one. one. Yeah. You got one. You got one. Trey's got one. That's like your uh, pro staff. <laughs> Are we like your pro staff? We're certified pro, pro staff. staff. That's an ugly word. Yeah. <laughs> That's going on the back of my truck. Yeah. <laughs> RC Pro Stock. <laughs> All right. If you want to do the, the catfishing fundamentals or flyhead fundamentals video, let me know. Send me an email, spencerrivercertified.com, or you know, comment on the videos or whatever. And if I get 100 people interested, I'll do it. Straight heat, heat stickers are on their way. They're probably in stock right now. If they are in stock, there will be a link in the video description where you can go get you your straight heat uh, stickers. And if you want turtle fundamentals, yeah. I, will, I will pay you a dollar to watch it. Because I have that down pat. There was a question. <laughs> Actually, we'll, we'll cover this question next time you're on. <laughs> Why don't they have any turtle fishing tournaments? Would you? Are they just worried uh, about you cleaning I, up? I was going to say, just pay me the money now. <laughs> <laughs> Leatherback Central. How... <laughs> I want you to actually go and try catching them sometime. You won't. And see how many you could get. I bet you won't catch one. Probably not. Because what would I do different? I don't Drink one less beer and watch my pole more? <laughs> Use a treble. Just think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just Use think, it. though, if you were actually like, most of the time you're like, ah, it's a turtle. You just let it keep banging, you know? Yeah. All right. So if you want to support the podcast... You can get you know, some River Certified merchandise, rivercertified.com, or uh, get you some stickers, River Certified stickers at Whisker Seeker. Uh, they're linked through my website, too, so I guess it doesn't matter. Or you can get yourself a sweet pair of sunglasses. Sweet sunglasses. Waterland sunglasses. Best bang for your buck. They're cheaper in Costas and pretty much as good. Uh, use promo code RC10 or RC15. 15. Sorry, not 10, 15%. You save 15%. Burn. And then uh, we get a little kickback, and that helps us out a lot. So We don't. Spencer does. Correct. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. The River Certified Outdoor Adventures LLC. Yes. But I got a pair of shades, and they're sweet. Yes. <laughs> I need to get some. Don't let them fool you. They do very, they very them. well. I had to wear them. I think we're in Texas because yep. I, I forgot mine in the truck. Yep, there you go, and they get and they fit Sam's dome, which mm-hmm. is impressive. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean there was no curvature or nothing. They they just open up and fit nope. Sam's giant dome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, thanks for taking time to listen. Really appreciate it. Hope you catch a giant. Thanks, guys. Now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.